If the microphone had come on ten, ten seconds earlier, you'd heard me swear that my watch strap has just broken again. I've just had the blooming thing repaired. And the thing was, I said last time I get it repaired, this is the last time I get this repaired. If it happens again, I'm buying a new watch. I'm really peeved. Like that? How, how has that happened? Struth. Oh, well. They're not a bit messy, is they? Hang on. There we go. No! Ah! Can you believe that? Oh, well, that's me in a bad mood right at the start of the show. Jeez! That's really annoyed me, that. It's literally just snapped as, uh, just as I was getting ready, whatever, to do. Uh, and it's the, the watch strap snapped. Well, I'm going to give it one more chance. I'm going to get it repaired. I've had this repaired so many times. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm in a bad mood for the show. Well, that's, that's, that can only be, uh, can be promising. Anyway, so, driving around today, uh, the North Circular, going to try and f- I was trying to find, uh, door knobs and, uh, the little engaged lock, lock thing for the bathroom. You know, you, you turn the lock and it says engaged on the outside, that little thing. It's not, no, it's not naff. It's not naff, it's cool. No, it's not naff. No, it's not... If you, uh, yeah, in my house. Because I also use it as a public toilet for tramps, Helen. Yes. No, it's not... It's not... How is that naff? It's not naff. Good fight. What, what, what does that mean? It's not naff. Joe, it's not naff, is it? Uh, just a touch you, Whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit more class than that, my friend. Well, what should I have, then, on my bathroom door know. to know, to mean... let people know I'm having a number two or one or whatever? Well, just a normal little sliding lock inside. But it is a sli- they are a bit public convenience kind. But of it thing. is a sliding lock. Yeah, we do, do, well, it's only you in the house, yeah. Not all the time. Well, I I'm mean, not some sad, lonely. Oh, hang on, no, I'm not saying you are, but oh, I mean, dear, obviously, actually. if you have a few people in, because I'm just going to be engaged for some time. But I, so I've got to use the word engaged. You can do, or. Um, but the thing is, though, no, no, I'm standing by this. Screw the lot of you. If I don't have something that indicates I'm in there doing business, then people are going to go, push the door. Oh, sorry, Ian. Didn't, sorry. Sorry, Ian. Sorry. <laughs> so I'll come back in a minute. But as if they can see if there is a visible indicator that the, the room is occupied, uh, then they'll steer well clear. Well, if you just have a little lock on the inside, then you can, they can't get in. Well, no, I'm not, of course they're not going to get in, but the little lock it activates the sign that indicates that it's occupied. So, but you've got to have to have it drilled through your door and all that. No, 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 listen. Oh, God almighty, I'm going home at four. Uh, digital spy, cheers, hurrah. No, uh, what, what it is, is there was one there before. There was one on the door before. Ah. There's always been one on the door, but it's old and manky, so I'm going right. to get... So I haven't got to do any more drilling and do any... I'm going to use the same hole that's there and just get a similar newy one. So, so you're just upgrading then? I'm upgrading, upgrading from the NAF bronze. It was bronze before, that's NAF. Copper. I'm having silver, yeah, classy. Oh, yeah, well, that's a bit more classy than Ian. Thank okay, you. I agree with you now, I agree with you now. Thank but you. you didn't explain that at the start, you see. Well, I should, maybe I should have explained yeah. it better. But uh, well, there's nothing naff about that. It's a, what, it's a perfectly functional piece of bathroom equipment. True, true. <sighs> anyway, what do you want? Um, well, uh, yesterday I've tried to call up, but Agent Chris wouldn't put me through. But I've got, um, the Hoff ringtone. What, the what? The, you know the Hoff song? Jump in my car. Oh, da, I... da, da. Uh, do you mean this? Jump in my car. I wanna take you home. Yes. Well, it, uh, he's got posters up all around town. Uh, download the Hoff. 
Really? You text his number. Yeah. And you get the you get the song back. So yeah. I've got it as my ringtone now. And also, you can stalk the Hoff. <laughs> stalk him? <laughs> stalk the Hoff. I swear to you, Ian, you can stalk the Hoff. I don't... I do not condone stalking of any no, sort. No, 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 he, he wants you to. Really? This guy's yes. insane. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's, uh, eight... I don't know what the number is. If it's 8288 well, or something like that. Yeah, OK, something like that, yeah. Well, I, I think it's like that. I'm not saying it is that. So, it's something like that, yeah. Yes, but I'm sure as people drive around, they can see the actual posters up. But you can... He's had people take pictures of him jumping in his car. Jump in my car. And then where do these pictures appear? Well, uh, God knows, because I've, I've still got it on me, um, because it sort of comes down as, like, the internet, where, on your phone. So he tells you where he's going to be? Well, he doesn't tell you where he's going to be, he just tells you to look out for him, and he said he's had people jump in his car, and... Oh, hang on and... a minute, hang on. Jump in my car! All right, get, yeah, you get that, yeah? Right, yeah, so, you have to jump in his car, and he takes oh, a picture... Oh, so don't keep saying it! All right, boss. Jump in my car! Yeah, <laughs> okay. And then you, you, you get put on his website. Wicked. And I could not believe it. So I've got the Hoff ringtone now. Yeah. I'm not going to say what it is. Good. I've got that as my ringtone. Lovely. And, um, because you were saying yesterday you had a crap ringtone, didn't you? You had a, uh, who have you got? I've got Philip from South Norwood. Yeah, and uh, hoodie! <laughs> and it's, it's, I only got it for texts and emails. And every, but every, I don't know, I can't remember to change it. I remember it being very complicated to install it. Well, well this thing on my phone, I just texted it. It comes yeah. through. I downloaded it and just added it as my ringtone. Blinding. Can you believe my watch strap broke? Ah. Se- literally seconds before coming in. Get Alexandra in the press, because this, this should be in the paper. This is... Pr- seriously, get her on the... on it, because this is... This will be in the papers tomorrow. Ian Lee, furious... Get it in the star, because Britain's best newspaper. Uh, with, and they've got good girls in there. Uh, Ian Lee, furious at watch strap breaking seconds before going on air, yet he manages to smoothly and seamlessly present a mediocre show once again. I wouldn't say mediocre. Well, what would you say? Uh, good. Oh, all right, fair play. I, I do enjoy a show, Ian. It's quite good. Uh, but, you know, that's the worst uh, thing in it when you strap, uh, watch strap, right? Yeah. You feel naked. I do feel naked. And the thing is, I've had this watch fixed so many times. Now, the thing is, Joe, it's quite a nice watch. I don't know if it's worth anything. Probably not. I got given it. God, what's the name? It's, uh, uh a Raymond, uh... A Raymondville? Yeah. Oh, that's a quite a good watch. Oh, is it a good watch? Yes, but the thing is, it depends on how much you're spending each time you're getting a watch strap repaired. How much does yeah, one of these cost, then? I got given well, this. Is, is it it's sort of a black face? Nice? Is it quite a stylish watch? Or it's, it's, it's just a bog standard, a silver watch with, like, a, a, a silver face on it. Well, I, I'd say pushing it maybe £500. Shut up, it's not 500 quid. Oh, you... Get on the... I'll tell you what I got this for. I, I, what, years ago, I hosted the Q Awards, right? And I, I me and everybody who gave out an award got one of these watches. So they can't be 500 quid. Was it, was it a big show, the Q Awards, then? Christina Aguilera was there. I nearly touched her bum. Well, uh, Ian, I was I'll, I was I'll hanging out with you, the cure for God's I'll sakes. I guarantee it's just shy of five hundred. Really? Log on to the internet. Go on, log on oh, to the internet. Ravenville and have a look. Hang on a minute, I'll do that because if it's if it's worth that much, no, no, no watch is worth that much money. Yeah, That's that my watch on my wrist is eight hundred pounds. Shut up, is it? What have you got? Yeah. A tag here. A, a, a tag here. Yeah, they're, tag here. They're not worth that much money, are they? They are. But why would anyone spend that much on a watch? If it's a good quality watch and you want it to last a lifetime rather than uh, it keep, you know, breaking, batteries running down. Uh, I've had this watch now six years and it's okay. kicking on strong. Let's have a little look at this. Hang on a second. That's insane. But, but do you not think... Hang on a minute. Uh, oh, hang on a minute. That's not it, is it? Jump in my car. Oh, don't... Will you stop saying that? Jump in my car. <laughs> I'm just trying to fill in the minutes while you're looking. Hang on a minute. Is it, is it that one or is it that one? 
Uh, I know it's not great radio, but if, if it's worth a lot of money, I'm going to buy you all a drink. Go on, I, be, I bet you it's worth a few bob, Ian. No, no. I, I, listen, I'll do it while the travel's on, because I realise this is a little bit dull. Right. Uh, Joe, I've got one thing to say to you. Right, mate. There we go. Uh, oh, wait, seven, oh, nine, oh, nine, oh, nine, seven, 800 quid on a watch? That's insane. My one isn't that one. I need to have a little look. That's insane on a watch. Really? Why, why would you do that? You can get a nice digital watch for a fiver from the Argos. It does the job. That's the thing. I think I'm going to go digital next time. Uh, anyway, 0870 uh, 9090973. Jerry, it's not common for me to have a little engaged sign on my toilet door, is it? No. Good, good lad, and you sound proper posh. Oh, I am. I am. Excellent stuff. You what? Want to go to Nichols and Clarks. Yes. They'll do you a lovely little sign. <laughs> Engagement sign. Yeah, really? It's called an indicator bolt tunnel, right? Indicator bolt tunnel. Right. Yeah. That's what it's called. You can get them in brass, silver, bronze, whatever you like. Well, I went to a swanky shop today and I saw one for eighteen pounds. And so that can't be common. You get him trade. You get him. They're not common. No, very small. Not cheaper than that. Yeah. No, but this was this was like a nice one. Like probably made. It's a nice one. It's a nine manga shop. This is a nice one. The nicer one. How do you know? I don't. Have you seen it? No. You're there. You go. You don't know. How do you? You're mysterious. You're like Mr. Majika. I'm Mr. Majika already. What do you mean? Exactly. Why am I? Anything else, Jerry? No, goodbye. Good lad. Oh, odd fellow, wasn't he? Mysterious, spooky, strangely, uh, crazy. Well, there we go. Not what, not in, what at all what I was intending to talk about at the start of the show, but that's what we're talking about. Is it common for me to have a little engaged bolt lock thing on my bathroom door? Uh, they started tiling now. Uh, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And who would spend eight hundred pounds on a watch? Why on earth would you do that? And I've not even started slagging off truck drivers yet. The show's going to be very, very good. It's time now to get the latest LBC ninety-seven point three travel news with Amanda Redmond. I'm going to start off with a look at the tube. Uh, Sarah. Hi. Hi there. You're on the radio, isn't it? Sorry. You're on the radio, isn't it? Oh, hi, hi. Um, yeah, hi. Um, it was about the toilet sign. You, you wanted something yes. outside the toilet. Yes, to I do, yes. Indicate... And I'm not going to put a do not disturb sign on. Oh, no, there's, um, I've got something on the outside of my toilet. It's, uh, like a wooden what? piece that you hang up. A wooden what? A wooden sign. It's, uh, God. it's got different, it comes in different colours and... It has, like, my one's got a duck on it, and there's some with toilets on it, and it's got four options. You turn the log around, there's a l- one says work in progress. Uh, uh, there's a log on there? Uh, yeah, a little small log. It's about the size of your hand. That's a bit bigger. disgusting. <laughs> it, there's four options, anyway. Okay. One says work in progress, one right. says do not disturb. Yes. Um, there's another one that says... I'm uh, very ill, I'm going to be some time. Another one that yeah, says, another yeah. one says give it 20 minutes. They're really cute, yeah. Mm. It sounds cute. It may, it may, what the hell is that? Oh, sorry, I'm just picking my daughter from school. Oh, God, it's a noisy school. Uh, yeah. yeah well, it makes going to the lavatory fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. It's really fun, especially for kids. And... Yeah, they must, they must absolutely love it. Barnsworth! Hi, Ian. Hello, Barnsworth. I'm looking for my watch on the internet and I can't find it. So I'm... Oh. I, I'm, 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 I'm uh, Chris has suggested I type in the, um, uh, number on the back, but that won't do any good, will it? It might do. If there's any... Ju- what, what we need is a jeweller. If there's any jewellers out there, if you're a jeweller, can you give us a call, please? Jewellers. 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 Jewellers jewelers special today. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I don't understand why people buy really expensive watches. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the last time I spent on a watch is 20 quid, and I thought that was a lot. Yeah. 
Um, but my dad has a really expensive watch. He won't tell us how much he paid for it, but it's a kinetic watch, so he has to move his hand to make it work. Oh, uh, one! it's a what watch? A kinetic, are they called kinetic watch? It's kinetic, yes, yes. Yeah. And I don't understand why he'd spend a lot of money on something that you have to keep moving to make work. Well, uh, uh, make your own jokes at home now, please, <laughs> uh, London. <laughs> uh, well, though, the kinetic watches are good, because that don't... Can't we run... Can't we run the world on kinetic energy? Could that work? Because we're going to run out of gas and oil and things like that. And nuclear's, you know, a slightly uh, dodgy way of doing things. Can't can't we build a kinetic... If, if London were powered by kineticism, it would be fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. Save the trees, I suppose. Save, save the tree. If it... Uh, to be honest, stuff it. If he's only going to save trees, I ain't that bothered. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I ain't that bothered. I thought I was going to save the world if it's just trees. Trees are, are incredibly overrated, aren't they? We need them for oxygen. No, we don't. God, what, what I've, had the, I've had this argument before. The trees don't provide... Trees provide about, uh, and I'm pulling this figure out of the top of my head, about 1% of the oxygen in on the planet. 99% of the oxygen comes from... Uh, um, uh, uh, what, what do they call that? It's, it's on the sea. It's like a fungus on the sea. Algae. Algae, okay. that's it. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yes, really. It's not nonsense. That's, that's a scientific fact, London, and you can take that home and, uh, say, I learnt that today on the Ian Lee, uh, show on the... What time is it on? Three till five are we on now? Something like that. It, it, the show, Ian Lee show that's on in the afternoon sometimes. I learnt that from him. <laughs> yeah, it's not just entertainment, it's an education. Oh, click that, click that, click that, put that on the next trail. It's not just entertainment, it's an ed- Can you say it again, but say it as though you mean it? It's not just entertainment, it's an education. Brilliant. Then get the voiceover guy doing something like, oh, you can learn a lot, you can learn a lot listening to Ian Lee. Then have someone saying something a little bit rude, someone saying something funny, me being rude to an old woman. Then have Barnsworth saying that, and then have Nigel going, do you see what I mean? There's your trail. <laughs> c- c- class dismissed, it's Nigel. <laughs> class dismissed. And then it's that. What did you say? Were you not listening to any of that? No, I missed uh, it. Oh. Get the premium <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> anyway, Barnsworth. Anyway. You're from up north where everything's a little bit common. I oh, suppose uh, that having an engaged sign on the toilet door up north is seen as the uh, height of class. What, in your house? Yeah. Oh. I've never actually seen that, but I think that's pretty unusual. Wait, wh- why is it unusual? Surely it's de rigueur. It'd be pretty cool to have That's one. Spanish for, uh, happens all the time. It, but, what, it, uh, the thing is, though, sorry, I'm trying not to belch. Uh, it was on the toilet door when we moved there. It, it just seems obvious to have something like that, a little, little bolt. Oh, it's, I'm gonna go to the, oh, no, hang on, what's this say? Oh, it's engaged, there's someone in there. I'll come back in five minutes. Yeah. We just have one of them things that you turn and it locks it. Yeah, yeah, lock. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're called, locks. <laughs> but, the thing is, I, I'm y- I'm using the hole that's already in the door so they don't have to do any more hole work. Drilling. Yeah. So, that by by getting an identical one to the one I'm replacing, it's cutting out work, you see? Do you yeah, see? Yeah, good idea. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent stuff, Barnsworth, thank you. B is in the forest gate. Oh, mamma mia! Bambio! Oh. What's wrong with your voice? I don't know. Have you got a cold? No, no, I just drank uh, a Newcastle ale. Oh, right, lovely, good lad, yes. I haven't had one of those for years. I used to enjoy those. I remember when I was about 17, 18, those were the things to drink, but in Yuki Brown. And then I had one a few years later, I thought, actually, this is, this is, uh, hard work, drinking this. No, it's quite 
it's, yeah. it's got quite delicious, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Champagne is a bit more higher. Yes. This is like, you know, you're coming down the level of the Newcastle people, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I yeah. do know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What I was going to say, Ian... Yes, B. I, I, I've got an idea. Okay. Right? I just, I'm, I'm on the street of four real people, like, you know what I mean? All right, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like, I, I don't know, I don't know, they, they might recognise me, you know what I mean? No, they won't. No, uh, I hope not. Are you, so you, are you, you're drunk on the street, are you? No, I'm not drunk, I don't get drunk. Uh, I've never puked in my life. Oh, really? Wow, okay. Uh, no, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Ian. Yes. Uh, 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 one thing. Yes. I always hug a tree. You do watch a tree? I always hug a he tree. Hugs a tree. Thank God yeah. for that. Yes. That that is a sign of respect to the nature. Trees are overrated, though, B. Why is that? What? 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 what, what? Tell me one, one, one good thing a tree has done for you. Tree? Tree is, tree is the, uh, the mighty, mighty lord of the universe. Well, it's not, because I could chop one down. So I, I am instantly tougher than a tree. Nah, Ian, if you did that, you know, you, 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 you get the call from the up above, and the, the, they, must really, uh, they, they must knock your car down in smash it up in some of the rings. Well, it, it won't happen. Don't, don't ever disrespect the tree. It doesn't happen because lumberjacks are constantly chopping down trees. That's all they do. Uh, they jack lumber. Uh, and yeah. their cars, are, for most part, working perfectly. Well, see, see, some people, some people, they don't realise what they're doing. And mm. they, uh, it's, not, it's not their fault, right? No. They, they've been given the order yeah. to do that. And it's, it's like... Right. It's Earning money. Any trees that. where you are now, B? Yeah, uh, I'm standing. I'm, I'm, I'm by the river. Well, hug, why don't you hug a tree? Uh, there's not. There's a lamppost. Well, hug that and pretend it's got bark. Yeah, there's a lamppost. There's just flowers coming down. Oh, I love you, baby. Oh, oh. I just hugged a tree, right? Not a tree, a lamppost. Excellent. Uh, Solomon. Hello, Ian. Hello, Solomon. How you doing, mate? I'm, you know, I'm really knocked off about this watch. Right, OK, well... It's quite an expensive watch, you know. Well, it, I didn't know this. I've looked. I can't find the exact model, though. Look it. Look it up on Mapping and Web. What's on oh, What's Mapping and Web? Yeah, quite high class jewellers. I think I've been there. I I think this is um, uh, a slightly lower brand version of uh, the the watch because I can't. Oh, okay, Mapping they don't and do Web. Do a lower brand, Raymond and Bill. Do they not? No. I've been wearing. I'm, okay, hang on. Watches. Uh, Raymond. Quite a thin watch. It's quite thin. Yeah. It's, it's a. Very it's um. Uh, it's a Saxo, but I've looked at a Saxo. It's not, there's a Saxo on here for about 800 quid. It's not that, by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but, um, oh, okay. Well, I'll have a little look on the... Oh, but there's a watch here for 5,000 pounds! I've got, I've got a couple of expensive watches. Really? I have, yeah. I've got, um, Swatch done, uh, a platinum Swatch, which they only done 1,299, a limited edition for oh. mine. I bought one of them. People don't still get swatches, do they? Yeah, they do. Okay, I remember those swatches were big when I was at school. No, the Mapping and Web website, all these watches are, are, are over a grand. That's right, my old matey. Yes, it's not one of those. And, it, um... Yes. I've got a tag, Hewer, Kirium, F1. Right. That was £1,600. But why would you... Now, are these genuine ones, or are these hooky ones? No, they're genuine. But why would you spend that much? Well, horses for courses. Yeah. Horses for courses. And also, I've got a Rolex. Yeah. Um, I took it in to be refurbished about a year ago, uh, yeah. service, and, um, 
I asked the guy how much he thinks it was worth, and he said all of £40,000. Get stuffed. No. You have made that up. I haven't. Solomon, I'm going to cut you off, because you can't come on here and tell wicked lies like that. I haven't. I, I, I'm not telling lies. That is a... He has to take his watch in to be serviced? That is ridiculous. This is the day. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to sell this. I've just found out what I think it's worth. That's going on eBay. Getting that fixed going on eBay tonight. And if I put as worn by, um, Ali G, I'll put it on there. It's fine. Get rid of that. Uh, I, I, I met him once. Uh, it doubles the price. You see, doubles the price. It's as simple as that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Because fate has transpired, we're going to talk about watches for a little bit of the show. You're more than welcome to. And has anyone else got an engaged sign on their toilet door? It's not common. It's not. You don't don't nod and then look away so you can't. It's not common. I'll have words with you in a second. Now I'm genuinely a bit riled. Now I'm riled. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a row with someone after the news. It's guaranteed. Well, it turns out, I, I think I found my watch. I found it, 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 it I, I, th- I think I found one that's a thousand dollars. Okay, the watch, I've got. I didn't buy this, I would never spend that much on a watch. I was given this for a job I did, uh, three or four years ago. I thought nothing of it. I thought this watch was worth, uh, tops 120 quid. For some reason, that's the figure I had in my head. Turns out, I'm wrong. So, I shall get that fixed, and I shall probably stop wearing it. I can't wear something that costs a thousand dollars. Anyway, so I was showing off about that, and then Chris goes, have a look at my, have a look at my watch, innit? I was like, well, why? It's James Bond watch, isn't it? I was like, right. And he got it up on the internet. His watch is a thousand pounds. He's got a thousand pounds watch. Uh, but it looks just like a watch. It looks like a normal watch. Because, and, well, Chris, why, why have you got a thousand pound watch? I got it down the market. Oh, so it's a hooky one. Is it hooky? No, the guy said it was genuine. Oh, did he? How much did you pay for it? Uh, 25 quid. Oh, there you go. That's a bargain. That's a real good bargain. I'd like to meet this guy. Anyway, 0870-9090973. Uh, coming up in an hour, you'll get to hear me meeting uh, a couple of people for the meet Ian Lee for 22 minutes and buy him a drink. Bit of a muff up, because Chris... You're, you're hearing now what happened. Terry's in the Langley. Hello, Ian. Good afternoon. Terry, I, I'm, I'm very nervous about touching my watch now. Oh, I wouldn't wear a watch that dear. I, now I know. Now I know how much it costs. I was going to chuck it. Now I know how much it costs. Keep it at home as an investment. I can't believe that must be the wrong watch because that must have diamonds in or something. You must have a snidey one. No, 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 no watch is worth the, the, that much money. A thousand dollars? It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Terry, what can I do for you? I have a indicator bolt, brand new. If you want it, right. For your toilet. Is it silver? It is. Um, polished aluminium, so it's not chromy coloured, it's matte silver. Oh, so, uh, uh, no, yeah, mm, I want kind of a chrome, chrome finish. You want a high polished one? Yeah, because everything else in the bathroom is chrome, you see. Fair enough. That's okay, it's just, I just remembered, I was, I was working on my van, and I heard you say, and I've, I've got a brand new one. Terry, how come, how come you've got a brand new one? I don't know, it was over from a job. Did you forget to put it on or something? No, I think it's not too many. It's no. not common to have that on there, is there? I wouldn't have one on there. Oh, and you're from... Story Bolt. And you're from Langley. God almighty. <laughs> I know, I know what Langley's like. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's okay. My, uh, yes. How, how busy is your flat then if you had to have an indicator bolt on your door? Well, no, but it's just, the thing is, Terry, there was one there before, uh, it seems silly to mess around. If, if it ain't broke... Oh, yeah, you said you got the holes in the door. The holes are in the door. I might as well just yeah. get that. That's fair enough, yeah, I understand. Terry, thank you very much. Anne is in the Twickenham. Hello, Anne. Oh, hello, Ian. Um, I wasn't going to speak about lavatories, but, um, I think it's a great idea of yours to put one of those on your toilet door. Hang, hang on a minute, it's not my, my idea. 
It's, it's just, that's what, 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 it was there before. Oh, right, yeah, but it's your idea to put one again. It's my, yeah. Yes. Some people don't. It's you know. my idea to put one again. Yes, exactly. Um, I because I, I think it's, I think it's a good idea. Um, we just leave the it, my lavatory's in the bathroom, but um, we right. just have to leave it open because I can't bear the thought of the embarrassing smell. someone else. You know, banging on the door if the door's shut. Hang on, you you leave it open? We, yeah, only a little bit open. It's, you know, I mean... You leave the door open while you're... you're... No, no, no. Leave it open when you've finished, when you've come oh. out of the bathroom. Right, oh, I see. So, but it's, it's shut and locked once you're in there doing... Of course, yeah. Doing the do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. But I do agree oh. with you. I think it's a great idea. Um, the... I forget what you call them. There's, there's a... What do you call the thing? It's a technical name. The bolt. That's it. No, but it's something else. The chap just been on. The, 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 technical name. Uh, I, I wasn't, I'll be honest, Anne, I wasn't really listening to him. <laughs> oh, he was very kind to offer. Anyway, yes. that's not what I rang up about. I promised no. you on Monday that I would phone today because I was going to go to, um, Manchester yesterday with my Polish friend, but we didn't. We went oh. to Birmingham. Yes, I gave you the, uh, the Polish friend. Uh, and I've got it in front of me and I asked two friends. Yes. Um, Popatch Nemoy Ogurek. I can't, don't know if that's the right that's, pronunciation. That's pretty close, yes. Yes, it's to do with show me your cucumber or something about a cucumber, which uh, one was a bit embarrassed and the other bloke thought it was very funny. There you go. I made, yeah, made, made I it, guess it was, on, yes. I thought it, well, I knew it wasn't, they usually joke about Polish sausage. Yes. But, you know, it's too obvious, isn't it? Yes. But yes I ha- um, anyway, ja any more phrase, well, how did you get hold of that phrase then? Ja ist ein Dupa. What's that? I can't remember. I may have said something really rude there. I'm not sure if there are any Shall Polish. Shall I write that down as well? Yeah, yeah. I I'm going in a minute to see some Polish. I don't friends. think it's rude. I said it on telly once and that, to a Polish girl. And, uh, yeah. Wasn't here. Well, yeah. they won't mind me saying it because they know I joke. Ja ist ein Dupa. Ja ist. Ist. That ja. sounds German. Yeah, it does a bit. Ignore that. I may have ja said it wrong. Ja ist ein Dupa. Dupa. Oh, wait a minute. Is that an arse? Because I know. Oh, du- yes. du- should Dupa is fat arse, but I don't know yes. which way round. Yes, it may be actually. Now you've said that. Yeah. Yes. Well, excuse me. Fat bottom. Okay. There um, we go. Okie dokie. Right, I'm going to let you go, because I've got to go. Excellent. Uh, Marco. Hello, Ian. We're rattling through these today, aren't we, eh? Uh, yes, Marco, I've not even, not, not even d- spoken about anything I, I plan to speak about today. Good for you, mate. Ian, I've got some fantastic news. You go on, Marco, what is I've that? Got, I've got a thousand watch myself, mate. You've got a what? A thousand pounds watch myself. A thousand pounds watch yourself, okay. It's actually more than that, because it was uh, one thousand and seven hundred, just over that, euros. Oh, right, yeah. And that's about eleven uh, hundred, or even probably eleven fifty. So yeah. just, just over a grand. And I've also got another watch. So hang on, hang on a minute. Let me just get this right. You've yeah. called up just to show off a little bit. No, 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 because because I just finished up, I just finished work, I just got in my car, switched on the radio, and I heard you put about about a thousand pound watch, and I was myself, hang on a minute, if you're talking about a watch, I can as well. Yeah, well, you can't, there you, you, of course you can, it's almost yeah, a yeah. democracy. Uh, it, of course it is, and I've also got a second watch here, actually, oh, that right. is encrusted with diamonds, as you just said, uh, but that one is not the thousand pound watch, or, or no. probably... The, when it was sold to me, they told yes. me it was worth a thousand pounds. I paid yes. for it just over two hundred. Yeah. Uh, you know those um, television programs where you can buy all the old bits and pieces. No. What antiques uh, roadshow? Bid, bid up TV programs and all. Oh, that, bid up that TV. Series. Oh, they're, they're, yes, very good stuff. Though they are. Yes, excellent. Well, one of those channels sold me I, an Ingersoll um, one carat worth of diamonds inside yes. that Ingersoll watch, as, as I said. Right. And, um, uh, but that, I don't think it's worth than no. probably 200, 250. But yes. the watch I've got in my, on my wrist now is an original tank 
American God, yeah. I'm always talking about watches now. Uh, oh, it's seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Novelty wore off after a while. It just happens sometimes. You, you, you're talking about it; it's enjoyable. Don't forty minutes bored of it now. Uh, you're not talking about watches, are you, Stuart? Yes, mate. Uh, I'm gonna have right. to let you go then. Right. So, uh, just a bit bored of it. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's really rude, but I just I've had enough. Uh, let me close that down. I'll take it to the jewelers, get it fixed. It's fine. Anyway, so what I wanted to say was. Uh, was driving uh, uh, off the North Circular today, after going to... Ah, that was how it was. After going to get an engaged thing for the toilet, the place I went to, like the fancy uh, doorknob shop, uh, didn't have it, sold out. So I, I tried home base. They didn't have it. I didn't want to get it from there anyway. It's dirty. Uh, excellent stuff, but I just, you know, do you know what I mean? You, you're doing the bathroom expensively. Uh, you want to get all the nice little bits and pieces, and I don't think home base had exactly what I was looking for. Although, as I say, it's an excellent shop. Although I haven't got a home-based card. Every time I go in there, do you have a home-based card? No. Would you like one? No, not really. I don't know what it entails. Anyway, as I was coming out of there, uh, was going onto the North Circular, there was a guy trying to turn a truck, turn a corner at some traffic lights, and he made a bit of a muff-up of it. He wasn't doing an excellent job. But I noticed he had in his window, his front window, a number plate made up with a name. It was Shiner or something. I think it was Shiner. And that was obviously his nickname. Why do these truckers make up number plates with their nicknames on. Do they, do they think they're Smokey and the Bandit or something? It's just a ridiculous thing. You can imagine them playing on their CB, talking to other truckers with their... Rid- Hello, mate, 10-4, 10-4, it's Shiner here. It just seems an odd thing to do. If there are any truckers listening, why do you do it? And why do you all drive so badly? For God's sakes, the worst drivers in the world. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Charles is in the Worthing. Good afternoon. Good, Good afternoon to you, young man. Isn't it? It's afternoon. It's I, I did want to talk about watches, but you won't let me. No, will I will not let you now. Not even one. Hey? No. The, how did you get on with the uh, internet? Oh no! <laughs> Actually, I carried on listening to your program, mm. and somebody said about the photos. But the reason I wanted to do it on the internet was so you get it quicker, is it? Charles is, is, uh, uh you don't want me saying you're a very, very old man who's passed it, do you? No. Okay. But I will send you a photo. Uh, okay, you don't have to. Uh, and he's keen to get on the internet. He doesn't have a clue about any of it. And so people were calling in mm. yesterday to suggest ways. And the reason he wanted to get on the internet was so he could send me a photo via electronic mail uh, of his electric organ. And it was suggested by John in Croydon, Charles, why don't you put it in an envelope and do it the old-fashioned yeah, way? Right. Well, I could, could use it. Charles, do you know what? There's no such thing as a seagull. Well, what is it then? I don't know, but there are gulls, oh, but there's no particular breed called a seagull. It's just a generic term for gulls that live by the well, sea. We, we call them seagulls because we're near the sea. There you go, you see, but they're not really seagulls. Well, it's a gull, anyway. It's a gull, there we go. It's, it's, so it's how are you keeping? I'm all right. Yeah, and you don't want to hear what I was going to say about it. No. It's what it is. No. would like to hear No, I wouldn't. You're, you're, you're kicking yourself? No, I won't. Okay, you go and add me on something else. Come on. All right. Uh, uh, truck drivers with number plates in their windows that have got silly nicknames on. They're stupid. There we go. Good lads. Thank you very much. Uh, Paul's on the motorway 25. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, Paul. Yes. Yeah, um, I'm a lot driver. I'm a very safe driver. What are you on about? Have you got a, w- a, a nickname in your window? No, I haven't got a nickname. I think it's silly. But I think the reason why they do it is, um, if you're seeing the same truck that you're, that you work for, the same transport firm, that they know who it is in that vehicle. Why does it matter? 
I don't know. There you go. You see, you've defeated your own argument. It's nonsense. Uh, no, I wasn't arguing about that, Ian. I was arguing the fact that you said earlier on that lorry drivers are rubbish at driving. Is it true that Eddie Stobart drivers have to wear their tie, and if you see an Eddie Stobart driver without a tie, you can phone Eddie Stobart up and complain? Oh, it used to be. I don't know about now, oh. but you see a lot of uh, Eddie Stobart trailers being pulled by uh, other transport. Oh, Really? Oh, yes, you do. But getting off the subject, Ian, you said that we aren't rubbish drivers, and we're not. Did you see that thing about bailiffs last night? <laughs> Did no, you? I didn't oh, see it, that TV. It went off good. It was, go- it was good. Was it? A fellow went undercover for like three months working with, uh, with bailiffs, who may or may not have been a little bit on the hooky side. Uh, right. oh, very exciting. Yeah. Anyway, when are you guys <laughs> going to learn to drive properly? No, we, uh, we, look, we take a professional driving test and learn how to drive properly. And then as soon as you get on the road, you instantly forget about it. No, we don't. You're all over the shop. You're hogging the road. You're, try- you're going neck and neck on a, on the motorway because you've got to do 56 miles an hour because you've got a limiter. Well, what about the Sunday drivers you get on a Thursday that hold you up on the M25? What about them? When you get to the end of the queue, Ian, there's nothing there. Because you've had a silly car driver no. hold you up. No, do you know what? Now, there's a scientific reason. You know, uh, if you're stuck in really bad traffic on the motorway, yeah. and you're stuck in traffic for an hour, and then you start moving forward, you start moving forward, and you get to the end of it, and there's nothing there. Yes. There's a scientific reason for that. I can't think what it is at the moment, but I know for a fact there is a scientific reason why that happens. It's to do with, it's to do with the traffic at the front accelerating and the traffic at the back decelerating at a certain rate, so you miss the incident. A bit boring, really. Yeah, but then, why, why is it uh, that car yes, drivers... I'm going to cut you why? off <laughs> now. Travel news now with Amanda Redmond. Well, on the tubes, we're still... Uh, let's go... Oh, let's go to Creepy John, shall we? <laughs> Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello, are you going to do the usual uh, induction? No, what do you want? Uh, talking about driving. Yeah. Talking about professional drivers. I'm a professional driver. I thought you were a builder. And that too, mate. Mm. So, jack of all trades. Yeah, master at nothing. There we go, master of absolutely nothing oh, at all. No, 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 I'm only joking about master at nothing. I'm not, I'm not. Why are you being so horrible to me again? I'm always horrible to John because you're really creepy and I don't like you. Oh, man, I thought we was the best of friends. No, what do you want? Yeah, talking about, about driving. Yeah, get to the point, John. Well, well, you know, to be a driver these days, there's so much qualifications you have to do. You have yeah, to do I can't be bothered. Young Phil, I can't be bothered with him today. I'm not in the mood to talk to him. Yes, young Phil. <laughs> Young Phil, here? Yes, young Phil. Yeah, uh, young Ian. Yes, young Phil. How's your day going? It's, do you know what, it's going all right, actually. Good, good. Um, driving, okay. Um, I'm a bit of a sprinter driver, and you're right what you're saying about the lorry drivers. They are. What does a um, sprinter driver mean? Well, sprinter, Mercedes sprinter, best vans on the road. Oh, okay. A little bit of plug in there. I see what you've done there. You remember well, yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, um, yeah, express careers that we work for. Uh, we're up and down the motorways. Non-stop, and early in the morning, you get the Arctic swaying in and out. So, um, yeah, I think they should all be on the left-hand side. Of course they should be on the left-hand side. And they do that thing where they try and overtake each other. Yeah, that's it. They're both doing 56 miles an hour, because that's what they're limited to, and so they're hogging up two lanes. (laughs) It takes half an hour, and you're sitting there, twiddling your... Yeah, I know, it's um, ridiculous. It's the first time I've actually managed to get through to... um, Capital. I mean, LBC. It's brilliant. Well done. Top man. Yes. So, uh, Anne. Hello, Ian. It's all gone weird today. Hello, Ian. Hello, Anne in the uh, Worthing. Well, what I was going to say is... Yes. Uh, you're talking about lorry drivers, I aren't s- you? I certainly am, Stanley. Well, on Monday, 
Oh, I thought something funny today. You, you no, said... No, Anne, I thought... No, just no, a minute. No, you yeah, listen no, to no, me. No, you listen to me. I thought something funny. Uh, when I was out jogging today... Yes. Uh, on, on February the 14th... Yes. what We're, we're going to have a special show... Yes. And we're going to be celebrating... February the 14th, right? Yes. We're going to be celebrating Happy Steve Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. It's good, isn't it? It is. It's good, that. It? And I'm going to make little cards with Steve Allen on it. And it'll be Happy right. Steve Valentine's Day. Right. I thought that now, day when I was running. Right, now you listen. thought of it six months too On late. Monday, <laughs> yes, you said <laughs> yes. that you went into the back of a woman's car. Yes, because she stopped so too suddenly. you're not a very good driver. You, you, no, you? no, no, I'm, a very, yeah. I'm an excellent driver. Well, we have had two cars written off by somebody like you. Uh, excuse me, and, 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 right, we're going to stop there and we're going to go back to your statement before you say something you regret and before I decide to take you to court and sue you for libelling me. Yes, go on then. Thank you. Uh, I went into the back of a woman, it was a gentle knock, it wasn't a crash, Mm. because... Uh, because it was raining very, very heavily. Yes. And because she broke suddenly because some young people... Yes. ...ran out in front of her. Yes. But... But but, but what? But there was no damage... You should have been a safer distance... You should have been further distance away from the No, 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 no. She stopped suddenly... Well, I had okay. to perform an emergency stop, and due to the adverse weather conditions that had literally just started a minute before the minor incident took place, Your Honour, yes. yes. uh, I was unable to stop in sufficient time. Therefore, I bumped the back of her car, causing no damage to her car or herself. Well, we was running. So I have not written. We I have not written off anybody's car. No. Well, what? Just let me say this. We were stationary, and somebody hit us in the back of the car. Right, I didn't do that. And then we was driving at 35 miles an hour down the Great West Road when some idiot went into the back of us. Yeah. The car went flying in the air. Yeah. What's the, um, what's the speed limit on the Great West Road? I, 40, I think. Then why were you going so slowly? Do you know what I mean? That's not slow. Of course, it's slow. Of course, it is. Charles likes to it's, keep to the speed limit. It's, da- anyway, it's dangerous it's, to drive that slow. He's put me in a wheelchair. Oh. This second car accident. So he's left me disabled. Oh, and you should have said that at the start. Yes. Well, you have to be careful yeah. when you're driving. You be careful when you're Speaking your mouth as a non-driver. Yes. I can see some of these idiots. What they do. Yes. But if you can't, if you can't drive, Anne, you don't know... Ah, but I've got eyes, I can see. No, but if you can't, if you don't know how to drive, and not to make... uh, Ah, I have. Let me finish finish the sentence. If you don't know how to drive, and not to in any way demean the terrible situation that you have, uh, been involved in, obviously that's, that's very tragic, Mm. uh, but if you don't know how to drive and you don't know the rules of the road, then you can't judge other drivers. Obviously, you can judge the other driver in that because a terrible accident has occurred and you've received uh, a serious injury. Yes. But you can't see other drivers doing bad things because you don't know how driving works. I can because they won't indicate, will they? A lot of right. people won't indicate. Right. And I can see that for myself. Right, okay. Okay? Okay. Wait just a, uh, soon. Bye. Bye. She, now, now, she said that. Are you still there, Anne? She's still there. She said that with an attitude of someone who was being a bit arsy with me. Now, I don't know why, because when I found out she'd had an accident, I backed off straight away, didn't say anything. But, uh, she's taken it out on me. Anne, are you still there? What, what 
I don't know what's going on there. Jonathan! Yeah, I think I've... I've before, we start, before we start this conversation, Jonathan, is the punchline going to be, and I'm in a wheelchair, after, after I've made jokes about the no, incident? definitely Thank not. God no, for that. You can make jokes about me because I have to defend... Normally, you know me, I agree with a lot of what you say. Yes. But being a truck driver with a handle myself, we call yes. it a handle in the trade. Oh, so the CB? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, mine's little Willie. From a bloke, William, I used to know years ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we used to, um, we used to go fishing together in Cornwall, and I'll never forget little Willie, he was such a great friend. And so I always had that, I used to have it in the front of my truck when I was a truck driver. And it's really yes. just, I, when I used to communicate with the CB, 10-4, 10-4. Big buddy. You know, big buddy. You know, if there was a bear in the air and a bear on the ground. Yes. Again, you know, I could... Again, you're, you're not in Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, a Bandit, sorry. Yeah, oh, for God's sakes, Jonathan! Uh, what? What are you talking about, Bandit? Uh, well, uh, listen, stay there, calm down, I'll speak to you after this. No family should be devastated by cat. Yeah, give it to me, baby. Right. Yeah, 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 I should be lucky. Uh, well, coming from Cornwall, Bandit country, they used to call it that. Yes. And that was my first handle was Bandit, because right. I don't, I mean, I don't mind, what's a Bandit or two? But, but they, did, did you have your name on a number plate in the front window? Yeah, I did. Oh. I had um, little William Bandit. That's terrible, though. Yeah, but it's I don't so you don't see you don't see drivers of cars doing that, or maybe you do Did actually. You do Sue and remember those silly yucky they used to have Sue and oh the Jonathan blue the are... blue strip across the the, the front. Yeah, the, the... yeah, that was so tacky. It's much better to have a big butch. They used to used Little to do that. You, Chris, you won't, do you remember that? You're probably too young to remember that. Do you remember that? Remember what? Now, in the olden days, blokes used to drive capris generally would have a blue strip across the windscreen <laughs> that would say, if, imagine it was me and, um, uh, imagine Great. I was going over a girl called, called Jane. Let's use that name. Uh, see, it would say, it would say on the top, on this blue strip, Ian, Jane. Or Ian no. and yeah, But You don't remember that at all? No, but people used to have those turquoise banners across the top. That said what? No, they just turquoise, like... But this was like that, but it had names on it. No. Yeah. It did. Yeah, you know, no, I don't remember. Jonathan and Chris. Oh, sorry, Chris, no, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then if they, then, I remember this happened on, on, on the estate I grew up on, if they split up, all right, the bloke, <laughs> the bloke would rip her name out. Yeah. So it would just have, like, his name, and then nothing <laughs> on the other side. I remember that. Uh, oh, Jonathan, your time's up. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yesterday, Chris and I had the pleasure of meeting Jonathan. For 22 minutes, uh, we recorded it for posterity. We'll be playing it in approximately 35 minutes. Uh, Blanche! Hi, Ian. H- hi, Blanche. I'm absolutely fed up. Oh, God. Oh, by the way, you're right about those strips on cars. The names? Except in my case, I used to rip the fella's name off. Good girl. Right. Yes. Uh, Lost. This is the second Blasted series yes. that it's supposed to be the end of. Oh, it finished last night. Lost finished last night. Two-hour special. It Good, wasn't it? It not finish. I had to stay up till midnight. Can I just say, if, if anyone's watched it on their video or their Sky Plus, it, it's tough. We're allowed to watch... We, we can talk about it freely now. It was on telly last night, so it's tough. And yeah. I watched it. Yes. Nothing was explained. Yes, I it was. Stay up till 12. Yes, it was. Because my video had packed up. You know what happens if they don't press the button? The whole island goes, they get, uh, polluted or infected or something. No, no, no. Did you not watch it? No, there's a big map, again, if you haven't seen it, really, you know, switch over to BBC London now, because we're going to talk about it quite freely. Uh, it, 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 a massive magnetic overload happens. Yes, if the, but that's rubbish, isn't it? Well, why is it rubbish? It happened. Because he couldn't have sailed off on that setting... Because he would only have come back with his child. No, uh, Michael, they gave Michael a secret setting that will uh, let, let him escape from the island. What don't you understand? They've captured 
the, anyway, we've yes. got another three or four series of it. No, that was supposed to explain it all last No, it wasn't. Why was it supposed to explain it all? That's what they advertised. Well, Channel 4, Channel 4 lied to you. And boy, Blanche, they've lied to me many times as well. Don't trust them. I don't, because, uh, also, I got bought the series of West Wing, which is magnificent. Right, you're, ending you're, you're, on the... You're rambling, you're rambling, Blanche. No, it was ending... Yeah, you're, you're rambling. So, uh, Lost ended Lost. I can talk about it if you want. Uh, we are going to mention it on today's show, so if it's on the video or on the Sky Plus, kind of tough. It was br- brilliant. Oh, 870 Why are truck drivers such bad drivers? Is it common to have an engaged sign on my toilet door and, I don't know, other stuff? So, I introduced Agent Chris. We're still talking about the same stuff. Vaults on doors, on toilet doors, and truck drivers with their names on, nicknames on... Or how do they come up with these nicknames as well? That's the thing. These truck drivers that have got nicknames on number plates, how does someone go, do you know what, I'm going to be Shiner? Yeah, call me Shiner from now on, and when you see me driving past you, uh, beat, honk your horn, pull that chain that does a big truck horn, and shout, all right, Shiner, why do they come up with those names, and why are they so silly? Uh, if you are a truck driver, share your name with London, and let us be the judge as to whether it's silly or not. 0870 But, today, I was reminded, I was watching an episode of Sliders, it's got rubbish now, but I'm only three away from the end of series three, so I'm going to stick with it. Uh, but I was reminded of a phenomenon, a scientific phenomenon, that I had forgotten about. Now, it, it works like this. If a group of one or more people, hang on, you can't have a group of one person, take that back. If a group of two or more people, that's a better start, are walking together, eventually, they will end up walking in the same step, left, right, left, right, left, right. It's true, isn't it, Anna? They will end up walking in the same step. And I forgot this, and I told this to Chris, and he said, oh, no, no, we're so stupid, don't worry, that. So, I, I told him about it, and then an hour later, I tricked him, and I said, oh, let's, let's go out for a walk. And I didn't tell him what it was for. It was good, wasn't it, Chris? I deceived you. You thought it was something else. I deceived you. So, let's go for a walk. And we went for a walk, and I pretended we were chatting about the show. We were distracted by a topless boy. Cl- it was a topless man. He's like about 18 years old, cleaning this really dirty car. But outside LBC, it was horrible. And we went walking, and after a bit, I said, right, now look at our legs. And we were walking in unison left right left right left right and he was trying to deny the miracle that was obviously happening in front of him but it's like it's like gravity isn't it it's there i can't explain it you don't always notice it but it's always there if anyone can explain how that works could you give me a call 0870 and if you don't believe it works go and try it now go walking with some friends but don't think about it go walking for a few minutes don't think about it and then look down at your legs and you'll be working in, walking in perfect uh, unison it's odd i don't understand it adam have you you've noticed that have you law of averages it's bound to be isn't it if you're going to walk far enough if you only walk 100 right. yards then you're not going to necessarily be in step but if you walk a couple of hundred or a mile or something, you're going to get in step. It's nothing to do with the law of averages. Oh, well, I'm sorry, then. I, I'm wrong. As ever, Ian. Excellent. So right. No, I, but Adam, I am right on this one. Absolutely, yes. You're, but you're saying that as though you don't believe me. No, no, no I completely do. I completely do. But, but it's now, not very interesting, is it? No, it is very interesting. Oh. But, but what's more interesting is the fact that you don't believe me, and you're saying... You're, now, you, let's not fall out of this, but you're saying you believe me in that sarcastic way that implies you don't believe me. No. Okay. Luckily, your phone buzzed out there, so I didn't hear what you said. Even better. Okay. So, truck drivers. Yes, sir. They have to be rubbish. I mean, they are rubbish. Yeah. They put their names in the front, so that when they get in the cab, can turn that number plate round, and they say, "Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm Badger today, or I'm Badger." I've seen I've seen quite a few Badgers. 
Yeah, I think that's a, that's a very popular one. They must get more points for badges in the I Spy book of cab driver, lorry drivers' yeah. names in cabs. Plus, yes. they, have to have their, they have to have signs on the back. I make wide left turns. Yes. Da- why make wide left turns? Just tuck in a bit. And just just so- do, do a left turn. And the other sign that they have is, uh, if you can't see my wing mirrors, I can't see you. Back off. Well, hang no, on. I think it's, I think, I thought it was, if you can't see, I can't see you, if you can't see me, if I can't, what's all that, really? Just that, unnecessary. that's their problem. Get bigger exactly. wing, get bigger wing mirrors. Drive faster, get further away from the front of my car. And, and here's a thing, and this is another thing I've spotted, a lot of them have Christmas tree lights inside the cab. Have you not yeah. spotted that? Yeah, they do, yeah. But what, yeah, but, right. but, okay, two things, where do they plug it in? Um, do they, can you adapt the Christmas tree yeah, lights to work yeah, off yeah, a... Yeah, 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 yeah oh, That's yeah, interesting. Low 12-volt thing. Yeah, 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 but yeah, plus, yeah. the bosses yes. know that the truck drivers are bad. Yes. Because they want other motorists to grasp them up. Oh, 0800, how's my driving? Well, it's bloody awful. Have you, no, have you ever phoned up one of those how's my driving numbers? I did once, one time I yeah. did. I phoned up, it was a refrigeration outfit, and I phoned up and I said, I hope you're really well insured because this guy is... He's not going to be driving your van very much longer because it's going to be crunched up. But that was only one time. And do they do they do anything, or do you think it's just like they're? I would love it if they if the, the the van had how's my driving and it was their mobile phone number and you could phone them up and say, "Oi, yeah. mate, what are you doing?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really better to phone their boss, get them in trouble. Yes, Adam. Thank you very much for that. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. Martin. Hello, Ian. Good show. Well, somebody. A bit better, but, uh, truck drivers, you're on about truck drivers. Yeah. Most of these little muppets that's ringing up, uh, uh, today, they, have they ever sat in a lorry just to see how big a lorry is? I've seen how big a lorry is. You don't need to sit in it to know how big it is. No, oh, yeah, but actually driving it around, like, I don't mean just sitting looking up at it, but actually driving it around. No, obviously not. We're not lorry drivers. Yeah, but you, you should just take a, a day out and just get into one and just drive it around to see. I haven't got, I, I'm not legally qualified to do so, Martin. Well, even just said, I'm a driver just to see what it entails. You know, I'm not saying we're all good drivers, but I'm saying... No, you're not. It's like, it's like anything, like, it's cars, you get good and bad Ooh. and everything. Ooh. Hey, calm down, calm down, fella, don't get angry. I know, well, it's just, you know... Why do you do that thing? Why do you do that thing? What? Well, you try and overtake another lorry on the motorway, but you end up blocking two lanes because you're going side by side. Well, some lorries do 55 and some do about probably 58 or something and you can edge past them you know but we still got to make progress but why why but why edge why you don't edge past them you just go neck and neck for like five miles yeah but sometimes it pisses off the car drivers you know yes but but so that's ah (laughs) so that's the reason you're doing it so therefore you've no martin you've you've admitted with your your foul foul potty mouth that i expect from a truck driver you've admitted that you're a bad driver because you're driving in a way to annoy other drivers which is bad driving we're pretty good because at the end of the day when we make a even a small mistake on a lorry it can be a big mistake you know what i mean so but you've just said martin you've just said (laughs) you go side you hog up two lanes to annoy other drivers a lot of us making progress, but you gotta, you gotta entail, like, the lorries, it depends, you can make progress, sometimes it just takes a bit longer with the lorry, that's all. Well, then, no, stay, stay in the same, stay in, in, in that lane. No, but sometimes... Well, so you're gonna go another, you're gonna go an extra two miles an hour faster than the thing in front of you, it'll all even out with hills and weight ratio and things like that, so just stay in that lane. 
Nah, but you, you've got to make progress, you know, because time's always against us all the time, you know? Yes, well, you, you don't sound one of the best ones, Martin. <laughs> well, I've been called a lot of things. I don't worry about it either. Oh, well, there's a good, he's a good lad. He was a nice bloke, wasn't he, actually? Despite his potty mouth, which I, I, you kind of expect, really, I suppose. Uh, 0870 and they do have the Christmas lights around the windows, which seems uh, a, a, an odd way of doing things. One, one second. Uh, y- yes, Ashley, what do you want? Oh, I was going to say about the limping, bro. Okay, don't worry. Uh, you can email ian at lbc.co.uk. Nick? About his limp problem, I, I, I think so. I, he, I, I, I don't have much time for him. Uh, Nick, uh, now, I've uh, muffed up the time. You muffed you must up, yeah. Yes, are you able to hang around for a few moments? Of course for you. Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, good lad. Stay there, Nick. Thank you. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, right, uh, no, yeah, sh- steady on now, because I'm going to be late. Uh, here's the ads, isn't it? If you could create your own world, what- Is Sting singing, I'm, I'm an Englishman in New York, and that could be, that could be you. You could, you, if you're an Englishman, although I don't think it's racially exclusive, you could be in New York with Sting. I don't, it's, it's, I don't know if Sting's part of the prize, actually. With the police? In the 80s? It's confusing, that, isn't it? I don't get it. Sounds like a good competition, though. I, I for one, certainly would be entering if, uh, the rules allowed me to enter it. Uh, but they don't, because I work at LBC 97.3. Nick! Bonjour. Uh, bonjour, monsieur. Uh, what can I do for you? Claire Miller's lovely, isn't she? She sounds nice. Claire Miller's delightful, yes. I don't know her. You I... don't know her? You've never met her? Uh, I think I've said hello to her once. Oh. But I don't know her. We don't, we don't hang out. There's a lot of, basically, here at LBC Towers, there's a lot of rivalry between the news people, the, the news and travel people, and the presenters. So news and travel always hang out with each other, and presenters and, the, and producers, they, they hang out with each other. And then there's Maxie Allen. But so, it, you know, we, we, don't, we don't really hang out with them. Oh, they look down on us... Uh, and we look down... Why would down they look down on you? I would have thought that that's what they would want to be one day. No, no. They think it's a lot of old gaff, this nonsense. Uh, but whereas we, l- we look up to them and respect them for doing the news. Well, that's the professionals that you are. Professionals that we are, so yes, sir. Um, going back to what you were saying about stepping in time. Stepping you know, my dad used to work for Waterloo, in Waterloo Station. You know, this was years ago. Yes. Um, in the morning, they used to play a marching music. And, you know, everyone used to get off the train and in tune to the march... Because they used to play a fast march, yeah. they all used to go in unison, out of the train oh. and out of the station oh. as quick as possible. That's good, isn't it? I bet that looks that, fantastic. It used to look fantastic, especially years ago when we used to have the bowler hat and the, um, and the umbrella. When did people stop wearing bowler hats? I can't quite work out. Was it, the, was it yeah, as late as the 70s? The t- exactly. When was the last time you saw someone in a bowler hat? Uh, uh, I, I, saw, I, I saw an... You know you get these weird people that you can't tell if they're blokes or women and they go clubbing sometime and they have, like... They're all yeah. a bit mysterious and we I saw someone like that wearing a bowler hat. Looks stupid. No, absolutely city, though, stupid. Huh? Not in the city, though. I don't... I'd be surprised if they worked in the city, uh, at all, to be honest. Uh... Do you know, do you know a question I wanted to ask you? You possibly may be able to answer for me. It was a question that was posed by my son that I couldn't answer for him. You know yes. when planes are coming into land, yes. why do they turn the lights off? Irrespective of whether it's day or night. Uh, so as you don't confuse other planes when they're coming in? Is it, if, well, if, if it's night time, mm-hmm. they do it... No, hang on, they leave the lights on, don't they? No, they what, don't. What, inside the plane? Inside the plane, they turn it all off, don't they? You can have, you can have... Do they? You can, they turn all the lights off and you can possibly, you can possibly have your little light at the top on if you want, but they completely turn them off. Oh, well, it's so that other planes don't think it's the runway. It's a short runway, though, isn't it? I made that up. I don't... I no, don't. I, no. Do you know what? That's why I said to him, and he looked at me, and he went, 
But no. when you're when you, if you're landing in the daytime, you have to have the the blinds open, don't you? And why is that? Well, I don't know. So fresh. See where you are. I don't. I don't know. I don't. The thing is, I don't like having those blinds open because I don't. I don't ever like looking out of windows of aeroplanes. Because you're scared. I, I am scared. I hate flying. I hate it. Yeah, like my mate Rob does. That. He puts his head between his legs most of the journey. Now, no. would you want to be sitting next to someone that does that? No, I don't do that. Would you be? I don't do that. But for the last uh, twenty-five minutes of the flight, and you've seen this, Chris, haven't you? The last twenty-five minutes of the flight, my ears start killing me. Absolutely killing me. So I've got my fingers in my ears, what's and I'm Chris doing that. What's Chris doing to them, though? though? Sorry. What? What's Chris doing to them to make him hurt? He's not. Chris is doing nothing. Chris is trying to talk to me, yeah, and I get very, not. I get very stroppy and short with anyone that's trying to talk to me in that yep. situation. And my ears are killing me, and I'm doing the <coughs> thing. And uh, uh, I, I can I, do that. Hold on. We, no, we had enough yeah, of that. You can give your throat. We had, we had enough you of that. Can't do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get rid of you because I couldn't get a word in there. But. Uh, it, uh, uh, the last 25 minutes of the plane, I hate it. That I, I once got a little gadget in a Japanese airport, and they're these little earplugs that have got a hole in it. And they helped a bit. They're the only thing that's offered any form of relief. Steady. Uh, it, but that, even that, uh, oh, oh, and for, for uh, the, uh, the day after, 24, sometimes even 48 hours afterwards, I'm deaf. I'm completely deaf. I can't hear a thing. Awful. Anyway, by the by, Katie. Hello, Ian. Hello, Katie. Hello. I'm calling to tell you that I know why people walk in step with each other. So, first of all, it's a scientific fact, isn't it? It is a scientific fact, yes. We all do it. Thank you. So, okay. So, anyone out there, my producer, and anyone else who's sceptical and thinks it's nonsense, thank you. No, they're wrong. Why do we do it? We do it because we're very social creatures and we automatically tune into the people around us. So, if you were on a tube, you would tune into the people on the tube around you. And we'll walk in step with them. Similarly, with emotions, like if you're on a tube and you heard a loud bang, you'd look around you at other people's faces. If everyone looked shocked, you'd feel shocked. But if no one was bothered about it, right. you probably wouldn't be quite bothered now, about it. Now, that makes some sense, but it also I can poke holes in that. Because on, the, who, why is the first... If you're looking around to see what everyone else is thinking, then there has to be someone who acts first. Well, yes, but that depends on how many people is around, actually. If there was one other person on the tube with you, you probably would would maybe speak about it. But if there was lots and lots of people, you will always go with what the normal, what the normal thing is. But who sets, the, who sets the norm in that group, then? Well, it just, it just happens. It just... No, 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 no. It can't just open. happen. Someone has to be the first person to uh, either laugh at that or, or uh, get shocked at that or something. Someone has to be the first person. But if nobody does anything, everyone's just looking around at each other. But that does If there's a bang on the tube, no one's just... People... Someone will do something. Well, maybe they will. Anyway, with the walking... Yeah, let's go, let's go to something you're a little bit stronger. Go back to the walking. Yes. Um, you can do the same thing. If you are eating with somebody and they have a bit of food or something around their mouth and yeah. you want to tell them to wipe it, but you don't actually want to tell them, if you wipe your own mouth, wherever it is on theirs, they will just start doing it as uh, well. Are you bringing uh, NLP into the conversation? Um, possibly. I do have a psychology yeah. background. Yeah, we go, you see. coming from. Neurolinguistic yeah. programming. But also, if yes. you wanted to know, it happens in groups of people, but the closer yes. you are, the more it will happen. So if you wanted to know, say if you thought somebody fancied you, yes. and you were sitting in a pub with them, if you move your, your own body language, like say if you put your hand on your glass and just hold it there, yeah. and watch if they do the same, the more they like you, the more they'll be likely to mirror whatever you're doing. Oh, really? Yes. Isn't that a way? Well, sorry, it's getting a little bit geeky here, but sit with it, because it's, like, proper interesting and stuff. Okay. There's a way you can stop 
you can control arguments as well, isn't there, by doing that kind of thing? By copying there, their behaviour or something? Yes, there is a way, because to have an argument, you would need a, you need sort of a dynamic between two people, where, and if you just take on the same role that they're playing, then they don't really have anything to bounce off. So you win? Then, well, yeah, you win, because yeah, you've nice. stumped them, then they don't know what to do. Katie, thank you for that. No problem. Excellent stuff. Psychology, it's proper clever brainy stuff. We'll get O'Brien doing that. Uh, he'd bottle it. Uh, Anna. Hello, Anna. Anna. Anna in the Ascot. Anna, we, did we bore you with the psychology? NLP and all that. Anna. Anna! Well, let's leave it up. She might join us. You never know. I've got, I've got a feeling she won't. That's the last we're going to hear of Anna there. Trying something a little bit... Trying to be a little bit clever. You know, maybe that'll win the audience round. And, uh, we, we've lost Anna. Anyway, 0870... Uh, 9090973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Ian at lbc.co.uk. So we've proven, it's a scientific fact, that if you're walking at a certain... Not at any rate, you'll end up walking in step with the people you're walking with. Try it at home, kids. It's a lot of fun. Sharon! Oh, God. What was Hello. Yes, hi. Sharon, yes, hi. Hello. Turn your radio off. Yeah, turn it off. Excellent. You're on the radio. Hello. Hello there. Hello, is that Ian? Yeah, yeah you're on, yeah. Yeah, all right, first time caller, hello, do enjoy the show. Nice one, thank you. Right, yeah, I noticed you watched the bailiff show last night. Oh, the bailiff thing was brilliant, wasn't it? Well, it was, but I'm a bailiff, so I didn't think so. Oh, hang on, are you, are you like a sexy lady bailiff? Well, I don't, well, I wouldn't think people would call me sexy, more of a nightmare, but... Oh, OK. <laughs> the boyfriend thinks I'm sexy. OK, you, you can take 700 quid off, uh, 700 quid off me by force any time you want, miss. <laughs> I wish everyone thought like that. It would yes. make the job a lot easier. Yes. Do you, do you ever you play on your feminine charms to get money? Uh, not do for, I what, sorry? Do you ever play on your feminine charms to get money that's owed? Um, no, no, okay. not really. I try to act decently with people. Yes. Res- treat people how I'd like to be treated. So what didn't... We've only got a minute. What didn't you like about the show last night, apart from the fact it was excellent? Well, it, yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, I just think... Yes. That not all bailiffs act like that. No, of course they don't. But he, 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 he was saying that, though. He said, you know, that there are some excellent ones out there, but the particular ones that he filmed, it, uh, it would appear that maybe they were a little bit naughty, on the evidence that we saw last night. Yeah, I thought the gentleman with the two little girls... Yeah. Did you see the black guy with the glasses? Yeah, and he was yes. telling the two little girls... OK, well, let's not talk about any of them specifically, because we might get in a bit of trouble, but you generally, you think bailiffs are, are better behaved than they were portrayed last night? You're better behaved. I work for a different company. I Good. just work for one of the oh, companies. Yeah, okay. Apparently, there's an old, old old law that bailiffs are allowed to climb in through a window, which is fant- fantastic. They should uh, abuse that law more often, I think. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee... They turn off plane lights so that your eyes are adjusted to the dark in case you have to evacuate the plane in a hurry, says Dan. Sort of sounds like it might be all right. Someone asked why do they... Uh, Turn off plane lights when you when you land. That kind of makes sense. Possibly, I don't really know. Uh, if you do know, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Ian at lbc dot co dot uk. Uh, still coming the show at five thirty eight. We've got the five thirty eight daily correspondent. Any correspondence so far, Chris? One. Okay, one, one's not bad. We could do some more. Uh, and coming up after the news, uh, you'll hear when uh, Jonathan and Anne Marie. Uh, in a kind of messed up double booking, uh, got to meet me for a whole 22 minutes and buy me a drink. It's a lot of fun. Uh, more of your calls after the latest LBC News. Available. I was running. I made that up. 
I'm, I'm well chuffed at that. And I, I, I was running and I heard a song and it, it sounded like they said Steve Valentine's, but they didn't. They, they were saying something completely different. And I said, oh, that's good. And I was chuckling as I ran. It made me run an extra five minutes. Anyway, uh, plenty on the go. Trucks uh, where the drivers have their names or as nicknames uh, on number plates is ridiculous. Uh, we're talking about that. We're talking about walking in the same step. I think we've worked out why that's happened. That's a psychological thing. Uh, and there was something else. We, I can't remember what else we were talking about. Anyway, Anna, maybe you can remind me. Yes, you were, you were asking why do we turn the lights off on planes. Ah, oh, yes, why do we turn the lights off on planes? We've already answered it. Oh, it's to do I with... Think it might be a bit late on that one. Oh, go on. Well, just so that your eyes are adjusted to the darkness so that you can see the lights, the emergency evacuation. Oh, sorry. To, OK, well, here's one for you, but someone just emailed in, and yeah. this is a bit macabre. They, Chris, can I check? Can you check with the news department? There haven't been any serious plane crashes or anything within the last two weeks, have there? Not that I know of. OK. Oh, wrong person to ask. Uh, well, do you know what, why, what the brace position does? Oh, you've talked about this before, haven't you? Oh, hang on, are we going over old ground? Oh, I think so. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I won't, I won't bother telling. So that you can identify the passengers. It's to know. identify the skulls. Yeah. Oh. It's not to save lives. No. It's so you can work out who it is that's dead. And so that you can clean up quicker. Is that right? <sighs> Makes up the clearing, clearing up process. I'm going to make, uh, if I, uh, you know, touch wood, I'm never in a plane crash unless it's like the one on Lost, in which case mm. I can kind of put up with that if, if sun's on there. But I'm not going to assume the, the crash position, you brace are. position, no. Why not? I'm not going to help them. Oh, it's probably going to help you too, though. But I'll be dead. Well, you let's not talk. Let's not talk about it anymore. Uh, and it's like, sorry to have, have burst your bubble. No, no, no. You haven't at all. Far from it. Oh, you, hang on a minute. What does that mean? Oh, don't don't read anything into it, Ian. Oh, I've, I read some. I read something into it. Oh, don't don't don't. Got, uh, do you don't not? Me. Are you sure you don't want? Don't want what? To go out for a dinner. Hello? On a date? Date? Did a date? You, is it? I'd love one. With, what, with me? Is that on offer? Uh, oh, that's oh, creepy. So, Lorraine! Hi, Ian! Hello, Lorraine! Hello! Hello, um, I yes. spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. I so? used that terminology, breaking the seal, when you go out in the pub. Oh, yes, the breaking the seal, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes, one of my um, proudest shows, yes. <laughs> the reason I've called in is because you know you just mentioned that you've um, suffered terrible pains, you know, the last 25 minutes of the flight yes. on landing. Yes, I've had terrible pains. Yes, right. Sorry, that's well, my judge's I... voice. If I'm, if I'm ever a judge, I'll talk, yes, uh, yes, I have terrible pains. It's, <laughs> it's a good voice, isn't it? It's very good. I yes. like that. <laughs> uh, mm, uh, yes, yes, I've, I think I've, 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 I have terrible pains. I'm gonna uh, you couldn't keep up all night, though, could you? Uh, um... <laughs> No, let's that. let's move on. Let's move <laughs> swiftly on. Yes, <laughs> right. Anyway, um, what happens is is your your tubes in your ears yes. they're very blocked. Yes, and it's from when you've had, had a previous cold. It could have been six months previous. So if you go and buy a nasal spray called Beckonese, or even better, go to see your doctor. Yes, and he'll give you a prescription for Nasonix. Nasonix. Yes. Jeez. And you use it for about five days before you're going to board a plane. Yes. You put one spray up each nostril every yes. day, Ooh. and it helps to clear all the tubes in really? your ears, and you won't suffer so much pain. Uh, but, I, uh, but I will still suffer pain. No, no, no. It's, it's honestly, I've, it's only happened once with me. I'm so, so stupid that I know I'm going away, and I think, oh, after I've done the plane journey, I think I should have got my spray, and I forgot. It's happened. <laughs> I've had this pain for my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've only tried it once, and it mm. worked. Okay, so I can go to the doctor, and they'll give me something. 
Yeah, it's okay. a nasal spray, and it's to unblock all your tubes in your ears, oh. all down, down the side of your neck. My passport okay. runs out in February. Mine ran out this year, actually, oh. so I can't go anywhere anyway. Oh, <laughs> so, but apparently you can use it for up to uh, six months afterwards if you're going local, if you're going in Europe. Okay, Lorraine, thank you for that. I should certainly look into that. That'll be that. I hate it. Gen- genuinely hate it. Philip! Oh, good afternoon, Ian. Philip, we haven't got much time. I don't yeah, know what Chris we... is doing putting you through right now. Shame on you, Chris, because I've got to go to the meeting and leave for 22 minutes in a minute, so... Oh, it's very quick. I've only got a very quick point to make, Ian. Yes, sir. You mentioned Steve Valentine. Happy Steve Valentine. Yeah, Steve Valentine's an actor. Steve what? Valentine is an English guy. What? In the hit American series, Crossing Jordan. Oh. Well, no, but it, it doesn't detract from the fact that I've said something very funny, though, does it? No, no, no. no. But I thought, yeah, I thought actually, I, when I heard the m- name mentioned, I was doing something else, and I thought, Steve Valentine, he's talking about Steve Valentine. No, I'm talking about Steve Valentine's Day. Oh, well, yeah, you'll have to phone him up, get him on the programme. Well, no, because it's a reference to Steve Allen. Oh, Steve Allen. Valentine's Day. Oh, I Steve see. Allen, Steve, yeah. a- happy Steve Allen, Steve Valentine's Day. Oh, I see. I only heard de- the Steve Valentine's Day. De- de- I do constru- apologise. Deconstructing a bit too much now, losing its sharp, humorous edge. Oh, I do apologise. I'll go back to peeling the potatoes. Good lad. Now, how would you like to live live the high life, live the fantasy world, but live your dreams? Uh, well, you can. Uh, yes, you can meet me, Agent Chris is there as well, don't worry about that, for a whole 22 minutes, and have the honour of buying me a drink. Generally it's an orange juice, that's all I drink in boozers these days. Now, if you want to do it, I shall give you details shortly. Uh, but this is what happened, uh, when, uh, yesterday, I met, uh, Jonathan, uh, and I met Anne-Marie for a whole 22 minutes, and it was a lot of fun. You know, you should book the right equipment, this is important. Anyway, hello, Ian Lee here, and Agent Chris. Hi. Uh, we're off to our secret location uh, to meet someone for 22 minutes and let them buy me a drink. Who are we meeting today, Chris? Uh, a lady called Anne-Marie, um, her sister, and Jonathan. Why are there three people? I, I, I may have muffed up. Have you double-booked me? A little bit. Well, at least doesn't smell a this week. Yeah, I hate Introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm, jo- I'm Jonathan. And I'm Anne-Marie from the Bexley Heath. Hello, Anne-Marie from Bexley. Now, what has happened? You were supposed to bring your sister, weren't you? Yes, but she bottled. Oh, bottler! Now, what has happened here is Agent Chris has muffed up. There is a double booking. Now, what this means is you've got... We could have split it and have 11 minutes each. That's unfair. So you've got to share the 20 minutes. Anne-Marie, are you all right with that? I'm cool with that. Are you sure? Absolutely cool. Even though Jonathan's a little bit creepy. <laughs> well, I'm sitting next to you, so I'll be distracted. Okay, Jonathan, you're right with that. Yeah, even though I'm creepy. I'll get very creepy. Now, uh, the rules are, you've got 22 minutes, Jonathan's bought me a drink. Technically, it should be two drinks, but we'll, we'll not argue about that. Uh, at the end of 22 minutes, we get up and we walk away, and that's it, and never the twain shall meet, or something. Chris, b- by the way, you're an idiot. Yeah, sorry about that. Chris was indeed an idiot. Luckily, these guys have brought questions. Lots of them. Do you ever fancy hosting a Japanese game show? Yeah, I would, because they're mental, the Japanese game shows. When did you first discover you had the talent for writing and comedy? I don't know. Do you polish your shoes? My smart shoes, I've started polishing them recently, and I get a sense of satisfaction from doing it. If you were influenced by anyone, who do you think would influence your type of comedy? Peter Cook, Andy Kaufman. Do you think that your accent changes according to the circumstance? Yeah, definitely. I've got builders in at the moment, and, uh, you speak a little bit common. It's true, that, isn't it? When you're talking to builders, you speak common. And it's funny, when I go to the supermarket, I always get the trolley with the wonky one, and when I'm waiting for buses, three come at once. Anyway. Anyway, my turn to ask the questions. I will ask you both this question. Jonathan first, who is your, uh, least favourite caller? 
anyone who's rude and unkind to you. And who's your favourite? I don't really. I, I like Phil. Philip, is it from Northwood? Yeah, I like Philip. Yeah. He sounds like a really nice bloke. Here's the question What do you think of Verinda? I don't know. He's very funny, but it's not intentional or not. She's quite a sweet girl. I've got to say, she is very sweet. I mean, (laughs) when she was ringing up and singing those lovely songs, I thought it was a heart swab. She was in love with you. Anyway, enough of this idle chitter-chatter. Haven't you two freaks got more questions for me? Are all your socks paired, or do you have any individuals floating around in your drawers that you wait thinking that they will find a partner at some point in the future? Now, isn't it funny you should say that? This is very dull, but very true. I paired them all up. Weekend just gone. Did you really have a dead-arm fight with Chris? On the radio, that yeah, we yeah we did, we did. Well, no, I wanted you to give me a dead arm. If you let me, you give you one. If you're asking me for a dead arm, you better mean it. I am strong. And that was the end of it. Now here's the end bit we recorded yesterday. Are you sure this is going around and recording? It's recording. All right, there we go. So uh, we met uh, Jonathan, who was weird. Very weird. Uh, and Anne-Marie, who was lovely lady. Very weird. If you hadn't been there, I'd have asked her out for dinner. Really? And if Jonathan hadn't been there. What? Yeah, yeah. Did he just say yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. What a lot of fun that was, uh, and, uh, backed by, uh, Lord Sitar there, playing Adrian Believers. Good verse, though, it's on my face. Anyway, uh, if you'd like to make me for 22 minutes, it's very simple. You can go to lbc.co.uk, go to my page, and you can look there. Uh, I believe Agent Chris has got a page there, which I've not bothered to, to browse upon, because I'm sure it's very dull. Uh, or you can send me an email, ian at lbc.co.uk, uh, with your phone number, uh, a little bit about yourself, uh, and why you'd like to meet me, and we can arrange it. It's as simple as. OK, we'll take more of your calls, 0870 after this. Hi. Now, last year... Now, all next week with James O'Brien, uh, weekday mornings from 10, you could win a Sony Bravia, th- Sony Bravia 32-inch LCD HD TV, a year subscription to Sky Plus, Sky HD, and Sky's top entertainment package, Sky World. Plus, one listener can also win a 3G mobile phone and Sony Vio laptop computer. Uh, all next week on James O'Brien's show, Entertainment Your Way with Sky and James O'Brien. Excellent stuff indeed. Jacqueline! Hello, my dear. Hello, my dear. How are you? I'm very well. How are you, my dear? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Okay, a couple of things. Yes. Um, I'm not an expert, but I believe that the reason they turn off the lights when you're landing is in case there's any problems with the engine, it's easier to see against the dark sky. It's easy to see an engine on fire. Exactly. In, in darkness. Yes. Okay. 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 And then also, is it particularly on descent that you have these issues with your sinus? It's, 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 it's on descent. It's, it's the last 25 minutes. Exactly. So what you need, besides drugs, if you're not into those, you can go and get eucalyptus oil. Oh, it's a hippie remedy. Here comes a hippie remedy. Someone get Dr. Pam. Go on, yes. No, you just sniff it. It's mentholated, so it clears out your sinus. Oh, yes. Uh, well, uh, um, mm. the thing is, I, I don't know if that would be strong enough. Because okay. I've done the, I've done the blowing my nose. I've done chewing on chewing gum. Chewing. What about chewing on ice? Uh, I've tried that. Uh-huh. Sucking a boiled sweet. Uh, uh but take ho- it easy. Holding, uh, holding my nose and going. <laughs> I've done all of that, and right. it doesn't have any effect whatsoever. Okay, you should give the eucalyptus oil a try. Okay, I'll give. I will give it a try. I hate flying. I really hate flying. And it makes me feel sick, and I'm scared I'm going to die as well. Like, I'm genuinely afraid. Every time I fly, for the whole flight, I think I'm going to die. 
Pretty droll. Huh? That's pretty droll. No, no, it's, 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 it's true. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm terrified of it. Gosh. Yeah. You're, you're more, uh, you're in more danger on the M25, mate. Yeah, people say that, but I don't, I don't think it is true. Well, um, just ask the lorry drivers. Well, yeah, but the thing is as well, if you're involved in a plane crash, that's 400 people gone. Mm-hmm. If I crash my car on the M25, that's me and maybe t- one, two, three others gone. Okay. But that's not the only crash happening in a day. This crash is happening everywhere in a day. I'm, I'm never going to drive again. Thank you, Jacqueline. Kwame! Hello, sir. Hello, Pom. P- what? Hello, Pom. Pom? Yeah. Oh, oh, hang on. This is a... <laughs> hang on. I did listen to the news earlier. This is a reference to the news. You're allowed to call me that, even though, surely, I don't know what a Pom is, but it, surely it's a racial slur, isn't it? Uh, well, uh, well, number one, how can an Australian be a racist to, um, an Englishman? Well, easy. They're Australian. We're English. No, no, no. That's not a race, is it? But you're oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Kwame, 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 Kwame. <laughs> I've had this argument many times before. I've won it every single time. The Welsh are a race. All right. I was born in England, mate. Right. My parents were born in Jamaica. Bring it on. Okay, come on. Right? Yes. Yep. Now, how can I be, be racist to Jamaicans? They're, we're the same people. Uh, well, no. What do you define yourself as? Jamaican or English? I'm an African. Oh, he's, he's, pick, he's gone for a continent. <laughs> I don't think you can pick a continent. Why not? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm a European. Well, that's you, isn't it? Oh, well, if you're an African, then you can be racist towards English, definitely. Um, well, I probably could, yes. Well, then there you go, you see. Point, point but, proven. But I, but, I, but I haven't got the power to be, you see. Well, everyone has got the power to be, but it's whether they, they <laughs> use that power for good or evil. But the thing is, yes, you can be racist towards anybody, and the Australians can be racist towards us, and we can be no, racist... No, they cannot. Yes, of course they can, you idiot. Of course they can, and we can be racist towards them. No, you cannot. You're what? the same people. No, we're just, not. Just that they came out of prison and you didn't. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Here we go. You've just been racist to the Australians. And no. to me. It's a, it's a historical fact that a lot of them came out of prison. So, yeah, or, yes. Or, uh, a lot of them, a lot of them uh, were convicts yeah. 300 years ago. Yeah. Well, you can't, a lot, a lot of, uh, you, you can't say that they're, 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 you can't make a reference to convicts now. Anyway, no, 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 Kwame, no, 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 Kwame, no, no, no. You don't, you don't lose an argument and not acknowledge you've lost the argument and then say anyway and move on and thinking you, the Australians are erased, erased. No, they're not a different race from you. They're the same people like you. They're not, Kwame. They're not. Are you talking about the Aborigines? Are you? No, I'm talking about Australians. Oh, the Aborigines. No, I'm talking about. What we, uh, uh, nowadays accept as Australians when we use the word Australians. Right, and... Todd, Todd, Todd Flanders, Todd, Todd, uh, Landers, whatever his name is, uh, Jared Rebecca, all of those people, those are Australians. They are a race, they are separate from English people by about, I don't know my history, I'm guessing three or four hundred years, so therefore we can be racist towards them. No, you cannot. You, what? But, and you're arguing, okay, Kwame, I'm giving you facts, what, you tell me why we cannot be racist towards them. Okay, um... Right. Some people say that there's only one race. Right, well, they're wrong. Next point. The human race. Yeah, that's, right? that's, that's nonsense. And, and they're subgroups, yeah? Right, they're different races. Right? They're, they're not different races, they're different um, citizens. No, 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 right? Kwame, you're talking nonsense. They are, different, they're, they're, they are different races. No, they're not different the, races. The argument, they're, they're there's one race, citizens. the human race, there's, 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 that's, that's nonsense. That's you as rubbish. an Englishman yes. and an Australian yes. are of the same kith and kin. What does that mean? Tell me what that means. Well, you have to ask, um... No, no, I'm asking you because you've said it. What does it mean? Uh, what it means, it means you're of the same stock, same groupings, what, yeah? do, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. 
Well, you're, you're from the same place originally, like Europe. It d- yeah? d- d- doesn't matter. We're, we're, you could say that we're all, back, we're all from the same place originally. If you go back far enough in time, you have to differentiate. They have had, had their own country and culture for 400 years. <laughs> Kwame, um, Kwame. Bye-bye. Bu- um, if you could learn the secrets of stock market... Yes, Sam in the Muswell Hill. Hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not, you know, all this talk about plane crashes. I'm, I'm taking a plane oh, tomorrow. Mate, I'm so sorry. And, and I'm like you, I'm, you know, I'm not a good flyer. I, no, I'm a bad flyer, I hate it, man. I get that ear thing, but that's not the worst bit. It's just a fear. You know, people say to me, what are you scared of? I say, I'm scared of dying. Yeah, yeah, it's dying in a really horrible, uncontrollable way. Well, absolutely. Um, um, but I had a theory, you had a theory about uh, skulls, you know, when you, they tell you to put your head in your hand, they the, want the, to count the skull. The brace position is so the skull doesn't get damaged, yeah. Right, so I'm definitely not going to do that. No. I, I think the safest place to do, thing to do would be to go to the bathroom. I bet that's a bit more secure in there, you know, you might, you might just be all right. You there. think there's, there's, there's the extra sufficient, the fact that, because those bathrooms are tiny in there. They are. And you fa- the fact that they're, they're metallic and silver might give you a little bit of extra protection if, it, if the plane goes own, down. You have your own little protection box. But um, the, the other thing I... I uh... Hey, someone, someone else... I don't... I, should, this is a very macabre conversation, but these things happen, so we're saying it. Someone has emailed in saying that the reason they give you life jackets is yeah. so that the bodies float. Uh, that it is so much, It makes so much sense. No, the one I was going to say, and this was on a movie, this was on Fight Club, actually, the movie Fight Club. Oh, right, so, yeah. It was a, and that was based theory. on a true story, wasn't it? Uh, oh, was it? Oh, I, I think so, yeah. Well, this is a theory, and the theory is that when they give you, when the, uh, oxygen masks come down, you yeah. know, when the plane's crashing into the sea, yes. oh. it's not oxygen it's giving you at all, it's, um, laughing gas. It's always some kind of drug. Oh, so that would be good. So everyone plummets to their death, high on some kind of drug, and accepts their, you know, the fact that they're all going to die, um, with the greatest of ease. That would, and that... Would be, bad, it? That would be good if that were the case, to be honest. I don't, yeah. But do you know what? The, the, the more we talk about this, the less likely I'm ever to get on an aeroplane again. It's which, just... is, which is fine for you, because you've got no, sh- no flight scheduled, but I'm, uh, I'm going on a plane tomorrow at scheduled. four o'clock. Uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm flying to Italy uh, for a little uh, city break. Oh, that's only two hours, though. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, uh... Two hours, oh, uh, it's, the, it's the long-haul ones. It's the, one where, it's the ones where you're flying over massive reaches of sea. Yes. You, you, you're more, if you're flying over land, there's a good chance they'll be able to find an airport in time to do an emergency landing and you'll well, be alright. That's true. Do you ever, when you're sort of, I don't know, maybe when you're walking along the cabin or you've gone into the loo, do you ever think to yourself, my God, there's 38,000 feet between me and the ground below? Yeah, I do, and I hate it. That's, I d- that's a horrible, mind-blowing thing to think, isn't it? It is terrifying. And the worst thing, when, uh, was it when we went to Spain? I, I'm not sure. Was it when we went to Spain there was really bad turbulence? And it was, it was, and it did that thing where it's bouncing around a bit and, you know, uh, so I'm instantly start sweating and, and, you know, cacking myself, to be honest. And then it, and then it just dropped. The plane just dropped. Oh, I hate that. And your your head feels like it's being crushed. Man alive. That's the worst thing. That's horrible. Right, okay, well, you know, thanks very much. You've made me feel a whole lot better. Have a great flight tomorrow, Sam. Hey, cheers, Ian. Good luck. Bye-bye. Oh dear, sorry, I'm really sorry to be having this. We have to be honest and say these things. This is what people feel and, you know, obviously we're not making light of terrible things that happen on planes and it's terrifying, isn't it, flying on planes. I'm genuinely uncomfortable and I'm rubbing my hands out of nervousness now. I don't feel good. It's not out of greed or anything, it's out of pure nervousness. Anyway, maybe we can move on to a slightly lighter topic after the news. I don't know. 0870-9090-973. No truck drivers have called in of late to give us their nicknames, which makes me think you're you're bottlers. I don't know, I could be wrong. Uh, Other stuff to talk about as well. Uh, more of your calls after the latest LBC 97.3 news headlines. So, 
uh, we've, today, if you've just tuned in, by the way, you've missed uh, quite a lot of stuff. Oh, I've got to say, on Friday, it's Music Thursday, it's on Friday this week, uh, and Sparks are coming in at three o'clock, and we're playing the new single, Dick Around, and talking to them, and I'm very excited about that. Anyway, so, we've discovered, uh, why groups of people, uh, walking, end up walking in unison, in the same step, at the same time. It's a fi- scientific phenomenon. Uh, and we've proved that to be the case. Uh, we've talked about truck drivers and why do they have names on number plates and stick them in the window. It's the most ridiculous, silly... Whether they think they're in some kind of, like, really elite, naughty boys club and it's like, you know, because we're like truck drivers, we're like that film Smoker in the Bandit too, isn't it? You know, like, we're, we're above the law. No, you're not. You're just bad drivers. Just bad drivers. That's all. Uh, 0870 Turns out it might be common to have a, a, an engaged sign on the door of your toilet in your house, but I, I know no other way around it, to be honest. And I, I shall be getting that done, I'm afraid, unless anyone can talk me out of it. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. The five thirty eight daily correspondent update coming up in thirty one minutes. Let's go to Lara in the Stoke Newington. Yeah, hi. I stopped flying for a while because of the pain in my ears. Yes. It's extremely painful. I, it, I, I got, for the last 25 minutes of the flight, I'm in agony. I, agony. I mean, I have been sitting there with tears streaming down my face. And one time it happened, the air stewardess asked me uh, if, I could, if she could take my name and address. And I said, why? And she said, well, you could be compensated. I never followed up because I figured what they're going to give me. Hang on. You know, $10 you, you voucher could... to McDonald's. First of all, I, I, I would love a stewardess to ask my name and address. That never happens. Mm. But a comp- they can give you compensation for... Oh, I I think they have to because the reason why you're in pain is because they have not adjusted the air pressure in the cabin properly. Really? But how come it's no one else on the flight is in pain, it's just me? Well, because you've got a problem with your ears. But oh. you wouldn't be in that pain if the air pressure was adjusted oh, properly. Oh, interesting. I'm going to take every airline to court. Absolutely. All so how do you get around it then? Take ships and trains. Oh, really? Mm. I've, never, I've never been on a ship. Well, trains then. Well, trains, yeah, they don't go, um, to America. All right, well then, it'll have to be a ship. A QE2. How long does that take? That's like two and a half months, isn't it? No, it's five days. Is it? Yeah, it's, uh, six days and five nights. Oh, I must be thinking of, like, the olden days when boats were rubbish. Is it only, it's only, it's five, it's six days to get to America on a boat? On five nights. Oh, hang on a second. New York, I, Southampton to New York Harbour. I think I've found the future of travelling for and me. And it's fantastic, because you only lose one hour a day. So you don't Over get any jet five lag. five days. Yeah. You know, it's not too bad. But is it, is it just full of old people? Yeah. Oh, that's the problem. Well, it's some young ones, but nobody'd want to, you know, yeah. hang out with. Uh, so take a good book. Well, that's what I did. I, I used to just take a good book, have a lovely meal in the first class dining area. For slice, yes. And, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. Um, and, uh, and then on the, the last evening, they had a hypnotist. There, oh, yeah. And so everybody was invited to go up, so I went up. Yeah. And, um, I couldn't go under, so I said, thank you very much, you know, and people he couldn't hypnotize had to go and sit down again. But all these people started coming over to me aggressively, old 85-year-old people without any teeth. You, 
you are a fraud. We haven't seen you before. You're <gasps> part of the act. Oh, they thought you were a stooge for this. Yeah, these. and I said, no, I've just been in my cabin. I've been seasick. I've not been feeling oh. very well. I've just been holed up with a book. And, that, and they said, no, no, we've met your type before. That, that, but hang on a minute. If you had been a... I, I, I used to be a hypnotist, to believe it or not. Well, I got my... Actually, I went on a weekend course. It put the idea in my head. Yeah. I saw a weekend course advertised. Yeah. I took it, and I have a diploma. But I couldn't hypnotise anyone oh. to save my life. But the, the thing is, those, but I've got the diploma. Those diplomas don't mean nothing. Really, uh, it means a hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly, a hundred bucks. But you can uh, hypnotising people is a piece of cake. You just have to know kind of what to say, when to say it, how to say it. It's the voice. It's all in the voice. Well, it's you in either the, got it or you don't. It's no, 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 no. Everyone can do it. It's easy. All you need to do, without giving away too much, because you're not you're not allowed to hypnotise people on the radio. But I can tell you what you do. Oh, I'm hypnotised, Ian. Mm, Chris, we've got another freaky woman on the phone. <laughs> uh, it's to do with tiring the eyes. Oh. Uh, so that's why you get them to look up. Forget the watch. Um, and they, they, they had a crystal that went round and round and round. There you go. And so they're looking up and their eyes are getting tired. And then yeah. you tell, you say things to them that are going to yeah. happen. Like you're yeah. going to, you say. I'm feeling tired. But, and if, you say you're going to start feeling tired soon. Yeah. And when they do feel tired, they go, wow, this person must, must be hypnotizing yeah. me. And then you just en end up getting them to focus on yeah. one suggestion at a time. Yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world to well, I don't know. People. I almost went under, but I thought, what if I go under and he starts making me flap around like a chicken? Yeah. And it put me off. Yeah. It's good yeah. being hypnotized. It's a nice feeling. Yes. It's like, but so they, they all, if, if you had been a stooge for the hypnotist, though, how odd of him to send you back to the audience? Yeah, well, I, mean, I wasn't, but these people were oh. just, you know, being silly. Maybe I should start doing a hypnotism act again. Maybe that's where, I, where I'm going wrong. I, no, should I think go... you're in the right place. Okay. Lara, thank you for that. Thank you. Lovely. Alan. Hello, how are you? Uh, do you know what, Alan? I'm all right, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Um, the thing about the boat that you thought was like the future, well, the lady you just had on, she said she was seasick, so you're not going to have a problem with your ears, but you're going to have five days and six days and five nights of puking. Oh, I think I'd be all right on boats. Oh, okay, fine. I think, I don't, saying that I don't know, I'd, oh no, actually, I, I've been on a boat for like an hour and that made me a little bit ill. All right. I think I just need to stay at home more. Uh-huh, Anyway, back to the planes. Yes, Alan. Um, I, to be quite honest... By the time I've got stressed out and got overwork and made sure things won't go wrong, when I get on a plane, I'm tired. Mm. I go to sleep. I pack during the middle of the night. I get on the plane, I go to sleep. They're forever waking me up. Because mm. you've got to hear the, the routine about, um, you know, all the emergency procedures. Yeah. Let's be fair, when you fly like five, six times a year, you know it. Exactly. The, the bits may be in slightly different places, but if everybody's running towards one little square in the wall, you know that's where the exit is. Yes. So I don't have an issue with that. But they always make out that you've, you've, you've got to, like, take notice. And I had this, only last year I had this uh, um, air stewardess come up to me and say, um, excuse me, sir, you need to know this. And I said, well, I do. And she goes, no, but it's all different on different planes. You need to know this in case we have to land on water. What? And I just looked at her and I said, I hate to bring it to your attention, but unless I miss the little banana floaty things under this plane... Planes <laughs> don't land on water. They, they play, planes do they not crash. land on water. Yeah, exactly. And if you think back to when you used to belly flop off a diving board, you imagine your ass as big as a plane hitting water. Yeah. That's it, bad. You may as well hit ground. Mm. Hey, I used to... You said, funny you say about going to sleep. I used to have mm. a trick that I could do. I can't... I can do it a bit now, but not as well. Is, is, it, is I would get really tired and stressed before the flight. And I used to be able to, to fall asleep... During takeoff, as the air, oh, yeah, as the I plane's going up yeah, and the pressure yeah. changes, mm -hmm. it would it would sort of knock me out. 
Yeah, I mean, I like staying away for that bit, because that's the only fun bit, when you actually get that kind of rush. Oh, God, I hate all, I hate <laughs> all of it, man. I'm getting, do you know, I'm getting, I'm sitting here with my shoulders hunched, my arms crossed, my legs crossed, just getting anxious even thinking about right. being in a plane. Now I know what it is. That and the whole ear thing yeah. is just too sensitive, that's uh, what it Alan, is. Alan, thank, bless you, sir. Yes, I'm a very sensitive soul. Absolutely spot on. About time someone acknowledged that. Thank you. Mm. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We've been packing the calls in today. We've, I feel it feels like we've got through stack loads of calls, and we've it's, everything's racked up here as well. So we've got plenty more. Uh, Bill, hello Ian. Yes, I've muffed up the timing. Can you wait there a few minutes? Yeah, that'll be cool. G- good lad. No, no swearing today, please. No, I promise. Thank you. Apparently, every 36 seconds, somebody for two to New York. Oh, with Continental Airlines flying from award-winning London Gatwick. Uh, all next week with Nick uh, Ferrari at breakfast, uh, you'll be flying from London Gatwick with Continental Airlines, which are both award winners. Nick will be asking you questions about famous or other other famous award winners. Sorry, uh, check out New York. Check in London Gatwick with Nick Ferrari at breakfast Monday morning from seven. Bill, hello Ian. Hello Bill. What's going on, bro? Doing the radio show, isn't it? Yeah, man. Hey, they started tiling the bathroom. Have ya? That well, not me. The builders have. They'll be done. They reckon they'll be done Monday. Okay. Once they've done eating sandwiches and chatting. Once they've done eating sandwiches and chatting, I heard one of them having a row on the phone today, I think with his girlfriend. Oh, it was brilliant. He was having those rows that we've all had with girls, where he, he's a nice, a nice fellow, so I like him a lot, uh, uh, Ivor Hardy and his team. Uh, and I, I think it was Ivor Hardy himself who was saying, if you're going to be like that and talking rubbish, I ain't going to talk to you now. Part of me was thinking, well, yeah, don't talk to her now, because you're supposed to be doing the tiles. Part of me was thinking, yeah, talk a bit more, because I want to hear how this finishes. Uh, but no, it's, it's, it's finally looking good. The bath is in, they're gonna put the sink in in the next day or two, they're tiling it, the lights are in. Bill, it's the home stretch, my friend. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course you can. How are you actually washing and going to the toilet? I've got a bucket, in it? And you're just skipping out the bathing part? Well, the, no, I've, I've got, I've got a bucket. Everything is combined into one bucket. How big's the bucket? Normal bucket size. It's a good bucket. And you're about six foot three? Yeah. Just under. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll, Bill, what can I do for you? Yes, um, can I ask you a question? Have you tricked Agent Chris today? Have I tricked him? Yeah, because you know the whole walking in symmetry thing? Yeah. If you, if you walk, if a group of people walk, eventually you'll end up walking in the same step. Mm, I think that's only true with family members. So what? I think it's only true with family members, but <laughs> let, let me... Because I think you've tricked Chris. You know when you said you and him was outside walking? Yes. I think that you've secretly watched how he was walking, yeah. started doing it and said, look, Chris, I'm right, you're wrong. No, didn't do that. Chris agrees with me, though. Uh, Chris, is this true? You agree with, with uh, Bill? Maybe. Well, what, you two been siding up against, against me, have you? Me and Chris no. are buddies now. Well, you two can do this, do this on your own, then. Go on. Yeah, hi, Chris. Um, Bill, you're on your own. Oh, come on, Chris. We arranged to go to the pub later. I thought we were buddies, man. Ian, I like you better now. I agree with you. Thank you, Bill. So, you do, everybody walks together at the same time, don't they? Yeah, you didn't Chris, trick Chris. No, Chris is an idiot, isn't he? Can I, can I tell you why I think that I said that you tricked Chris? Yeah, go on. Because Chris is what? the kind of guy who'd get tricked by something like that. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, uh, we've decided that uh, the next we know who the next Prime Minister of this island should be. Bill Clinton! He'd be brilliant, wouldn't he? He's good-looking. 
he's, he's got a proven track record. He's a little bit more left-wing uh, than uh, Tony Blair. And he, he's an American. We, imagine that. We've had a woman prime minister. Uh, what we need is a gay prime minister now. We need a black prime minister. And we need an American prime minister. That'd be fantastic. I notice, um... Notice there's not a wheelchair ramp at number 10 Downing Street. Discrimination. Could, they could, someone could sue for that. Uh, Eddie! Hello, Ian. Hello, Eddie. How are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Good. <laughs> Listen, I've, I overheard you talking about, um, being on a plane and having difficulty with, um, air pressure. Yes. Descent. It's very, very painful on my ears for the last 25 minutes. Well, my father, he, um, he really suffers from that type of thing as well, and I do tend to have a little bit of a problem myself on the descent. So what he said, and it, it, you may find that you probably find this really funny, but um, oh, he actually said, get a couple of polystyrene cups and put them over your ears um, as you're on the descent. And it, it does actually work. It does actually take away the, the kind of painful pressure. So it's just something for you to uh, perhaps think about. How does that work? I'll be honest with you, I really don't know. I oh. take it it probably kind of neutralises the kind of air pressure. Okay. Um, I don't know. Eddie, it's worth a go because it's unbearable, so I, shall, I will try anything. Thank you for that. Jamie's in the Romford. Ian. Yes. Right, what I was going to say was, you don't want to go on a boat. You know, you said I'm going to go on boats from there on. Yes, I think if, if it's only five, six days to New York City, then maybe it's worth doing that. Well, I went on a boat to Norway once, the QE2. Oh, yeah, I've heard uh, the rules of a boat are, if they send out an SOS or a mayday, the nearest vessel has to go and help. Right. So if you're in the sea and somebody sends out an SOS, off you go to help them. Hang on a minute. Yeah. So the only time someone sends out an SOS or a mayday is if you're in trouble, i.e. in a storm yeah. or violent weather and right. that sort of stuff. But the QE2 doesn't have to go and rescue anybody. Yeah, it no, did. it does not. It did. They airlifted them oh. with seeking, uh, seeking helicopters and yeah. dumped them on our boat. Ship. What's the difference between a boat and a ship and a yacht? Uh, it's bigger. Okay. Well, I actually said to the bloke who drives it, the captain, I said, nice boat, mate. And he got knocked off. Yeah, he got down about that. Did you, did you get to go and sit on the captain's table? Uh, I was in a place called the Queen's Grill, which is like a nice restaurant. <laughs> well, hang on, the Queen's Grill isn't the captain's table. Well, it's, it's as close as I could get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not... So how long were you on the boat for? Uh, two ship, weeks. Ship. Is it two weeks? So your holiday yeah. was on the ship? Uh, yes, but you go to Oslo and, uh, you go through the fields of Norway and it's pretty brief. Oslo? Like wasn't he well. in, um, Keeping Up Appearances? Uh, <laughs> I think it wasn't the Eddie Yates in Keeping Up Appearances, I, I think know. so. Uh, yeah, it, um, do you know what, I, I just... That's just something to remember. If you get, if, I'd, well, I don't know, I'd probably walk. <laughs> Jamie, thank you, yeah, cheers for that. I, 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 I don't like travelling, it turns out. Unless it's a car and I'm driving it. I do like driving. Even my, uh, you know, my... Rubbish little car. I like driving that. But I don't like flying. I don't like... It doesn't sound like boats are for me. Kerry's in the Romford. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kerry. I was very scared in March. Why? In March you were scared? Yes. Oh, my love, you right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot better. Okay, what happened? No, you know what you're saying about your planes and don't like them? Yeah. Well, I was on a plane coming back from Poland, and, uh, first of all, they had to ice all the wings first, and they had to keep doing it over, because once they ice one wing, they had to go around and ice the other. Right. And then had to go around and ask the other one. You get what I mean? So, yes. And then there was this, well, all I can describe as a maniac on the plane sitting next to me. A maniac? A maniac. You could tell he was just terrified of flying. Yeah. And he was sitting next to me. So before the plane had even taken off, he was tapping the, tapping his armrest. And he was looking up and down the plane. And then he took his shoes and socks off. Oh. And he took his glasses off. And he got his little sweets out of his little bum bag that he had around his waist. Yeah. And then he's sitting there and he started sweating. And I was looking at him and I thought, oh, my God. 
out of all the people in the airport that I'd seen, who yeah. I, didn't, I, I took a dislike to, yeah. that he, he was the one. Oh, you do, you do take a dislike to people in I airports, did, don't you? Well, because he was standing behind a load of kids buying sweets. Yeah. Right, so I took a Yeah, that's, that's weird, isn't it? Right, so I took a dislike and I thought, if there's anybody I don't want sitting next to me on the plane... Is that, is that weirdo? Yeah, you don't sitting next to me. Got plane. him. So, Be- yeah. Better him than a fat bloke, though, surely. Sorry? Better him than a fat bloke. No, I'd rather the fat bloke. Oh, really? Because they take up a lot of space. They take up both least, armrests. At least, he, hopefully, the fat bloke. What if a fat bloke had the problem he had? What if a fat bloke oh, and then God. he didn't like flying? Oh, it gets worse. So he's sitting there and they're taking the ice off the wings. And he, he, ju- he just... And then, then everybody around him, obviously, everybody around us sort of started to watch him because he was quiet. You know, you could see him. He was... Oh, he's waving. Then he started talking to himself under his breath. Oh, my God, do I do it? Oh, it's one of them. Right, and I thought, oh, Jesus Christ. So, yes. so guess what I did? Oh, uh, you punched him. Drunk copious amounts of wine, and I hope we landed where we landed, and we got home safely. So you just got yourself absolutely, um, boozed up? On them little bottles of wine. You don't realise. You're, you're so far up in the air. You get drunk quicker yeah. up in the air. Yeah, but you think, oh, I'll just have a little bottle of that. that oh, hang on a minute, I'll have another one of them. Yeah. See, I can't, I don't drink anymore, so I can't do that. I can't knock myself out, and it's very tempting. It would be fantastic just to have, you know, have a few. When I used to fly, I used to have, um, three or four bottles of little, uh, Jack Daniels bottles. Oh, oh, I had some vodka once. I uh, don't remember anything. No, exactly. You have, you have those, and you think, well, this is nothing. <laughs> and you're absolutely wasted. Oh, my God. And then he got, then he bought himself a little pot of Pringles. Oh. And he pulled his tray down and he laid them all out, one up, you know? Oh, God. And I thought, oh, God, he's going to do something really berserk. You know when you think he's a time bomb and he's going to do something in a minute? Yes. Grab sounds, someone. Sounds, goes, like a, sounds like a pervert. Yeah, well, standing behind a load of French kids. Yes. In the airport buying sweeties. They were French, were they? They were French. Okay. Lovely. They all got told off because they were all buying fags. They must have only been about 14. Do you remember, do you remember that going, without going all Andy Crane, going on the school trip? And I didn't, but there would always be someone who'd go and buy some, come back with a packet of fags. I mean, what's the age of smoking, France? It's nine. Is it, are? Oh, yeah. They have, fre- they, this is true, wine, you know, they, they have, have uh, cigarettes, sm- they have cigarette smoking lessons. Uh, their SMA must be riddled with, um, some wine granules or something. It, it must be, it, it must be. Carrie, thank you for that. Uh, it's true, I didn't understand last bit. The French, they have, uh, cigarette, fag smoking lessons at the age of twelve in France. Absolutely true. The etiquette, this, you know, when the lady gets a fag out, the gentleman should get his lighter out and spark one up for her. It's, uh, uh, bizarre. Uh, but it's true. Uh, Ian at lbc.co.uk is the email address. You may have noticed I haven't read out any emails, but I do read them. I just don't read them out on the air, uh, unless... If I read them out on the air, it's because I'm struggling to fill for time, or something's gone wrong, and I need something to distract myself, so I'll read that. Uh, like that spiel was to do as well. Uh, 0870 Sorry about the delay. 30 seconds. Uh, not really. Well, am I not going to be able to talk if I don't do it in 30 seconds? Uh, I think Lost Writers are taking the mick a little bit. I'm a good, I'm a big fan of Lost, and I want to know your opinion on it. We can't do this in 30 seconds, can we? No, that's what I mean. Uh, can you stay there for a few moments and we'll discuss Lost after the news? Yeah, that's more like Good it. lad, we'll have a proper chili <laughs> wag wag, isn't it? Uh, Malcolm and I will be talking about Lost after the latest LBC news. I came bursting into the studio there and, and tr- trying to jump in the chair and move across the room with uh, the grace of a brick. 
plenty we've been talking about. Now, if you've only just tuned in, do you know what I mean? It's tough. You should have tuned in earlier. Uh, you can call in about pretty much anything you want. We've got the 5.38 Daily Correspondent update coming up in four minutes. Triple M is at six o'clock, where we take your calls straight to air. Uh, 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 Malcolm, yes, we were going to talk about Lost, weren't we? Yeah, yes. Only thing to talk about these days. Can I just say to anyone who recorded or Sky Plus Lost last night, it was the season for the, se- the series finale. Uh, if you've not seen it yet, go and listen to BBC London, because we're going to talk about it now, and we will we will tell you what happened last night. Anyway, Malcolm, did you not think well, it was the okay. two, two hours of the greatest, most exciting television you'd ever seen? Uh, it wasn't as good as the first series uh, finale. Yeah, oh, it was better. Just, Ian, I'm a great fan of Lost. Yes. But I think three episodes I started getting a funny feeling yeah. that it's not going to live up to all my expectations. Why? Come on, tell me why, Malcolm. You're not saying anything. Come There's on, specifics. There's a dinosaur flying through the sky. There's no di- There's not a dinosaur. <laughs> Did you see that bird dinosaur thing? No, it was a. That was a parrot that just said Hurley's <laughs> name. It was a parrot that said Hurley's name. A parrot. It was the size of. It was massive. It was a parrot. It was a really bad CGI parrot. Okay, here we go. The the, the sky turned a bright color. Yeah. What it was? It was pink. No one cared about it. Well, it, they, well, they did. Their ears hurt, and it went pink because uh, because uh, uh, Desmond. And then they started picking up food after, like nothing happened. Yeah, let's carry on. Ooh, I see what yeah. I didn't like. We could give me, give me, give me two minutes, Chris. God damn it! What I didn't like was Charlie. Charlie's a bit of an idiot. And when uh, that irritating Aussie girl said, "So what happened, Charlie?" Nothing. Oh, nothing. She gets on my nerves. She gets on my nerves. But do you not think it's good that you know with um. Uh, S- Sawyer and, uh, Jack and Kate being kidnapped and, ma- uh, uh, Walt, b- is it Walt, yeah. we don't know, being released? It's, but it's, no, that's excellent, but it's, it's just, they're just throwing things in. I heard that they don't even know the ending, the writers. Yeah, they do. They do know they, the They end. know the ending, and it's gonna right. be like another, another three or four series, and then there's gonna be a film. Oh um, uh, it's just gonna ruin my life, because there's so many things happening. It's brilliant, but it, it, what a great reason to have your life ruined. Over the greatest television show, well, I've just realised Clive has probably listened downstairs, he likes Lost, and he probably hasn't seen it yet, because he was, would have been Sky Plus in it. <laughs> sorry, Clive! Sorry! <laughs> he has to, he's forced to listen on these speakers we have in the office downstairs, so sorry, well, Clive. Well, last night, if you're a good enough fan, then you would have watched it last he, night. Yeah, he was, he was doing the radio, though, so... <laughs> he may have watched it today. I okay, don't... now, all right. Michael now is going off the island. Yes. You thought he's coordinates and you're going to get off the island. Yeah. I bet you in about two se- series time, he's going to come back. Yeah. Say, we was floating around for ages. Yeah. Where we go- There's a statue with four toes. Yeah. What is going on? We don't know. We don't know. It, but, but I don't think it can- Nothing in my brain, nothing can live up to the expectations that I've got. It, but it can, and that's the beauty of... Malcolm, I'm going to move on, because I know we're alienating people here. But that's the beauty of it, is that it can live up to your expectations, because the writers are geniuses. Uh, if you didn't say it like, if you've missed Lost Man, what have you been doing? It's the greatest show ever. And sit, the series three starts in America next week. And like, my, my cousin Don is gonna, Don Lowe's, is gonna be sending over a, a DVD of it, uh, next weekend. So I'll be watching it next weekend. I will see series, uh, the first episode of series three next week. Anyway, Linda! Oh, hi, and I'm just ringing up about your ears. Yes, can you help my painful ears that are just agony when I'm landing? Yeah, what you need to do is you need to go to the chemist and get some menthol crystals. Menthol and crystals? Menthol crystals. Is that crystal meth? No, menthol. You Menth- know, like, men- like polos. Crystal menthol. menthol. Yeah. Okay. It's like little crystals, and you put it in a glass and put some what? very hot water on it. Yeah. You don't need much hot water. Mm. And then you take a great huge sniff with your nose, yeah. obviously, and it 
pierce your nose very well. It blows your ears off as well. It blows my... Crystal meth will blow my ears off? Yeah. As long as... As long as you put it in hot water. I thought it was illegal. No, not crystal menthol, not meth. Oh! That's meth. Crystal menthol. Yeah, menthol. Oh, okay. Creme de menthe. No, crystal menthol. Crystal menthol. Crystal menthol. I can't even say it. Wasn't she a singer in the 70s? She was, actually, yeah, and she's, she's got no ears now because she used to sniff it so much. Linda, it's 538. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good, though. It's time for the daily 538 Daily Correspondent Update. Yes. Brought to you every day. Yes. Daily. Cave is the artist formerly known as the stuff you don't know Uber correspondent, and this is the stuff you don't know. Britain published more books than any other country in the world. Bats always turn left while leaving a cave. The human heart creates enough pressure to squirt blood for 30 feet. Female canaries can't sing, and tile in Estonia, couples aren't allowed to play chess in bed while making love. Ian, you're in my bad books, my man, but don't try the crystal mess, please, man, no! Good advice. Good advice. This is Matt from the Heathrow, the carp fishing and UFC correspondent, and this update will be mainly done on helium. More results from last week's UFC 63. David the Crow Lozzo took on Mike Too Swick Quick in the middleweight division. Despite having the most dangerous elbows in the UFC, David Wozzo could not complete the speed and power of Mike Swick, who won in the first two rounds easily. Swick managed to survive last round, despite Wozzo using his utmost to kick his buns. More results tomorrow. Hi, my name is Quincy. I'm a little frisky. Good stuff. Uh, we've got to tell that, that stuff you don't know, correspondent. He can't even refer to himself as the artist formerly known as the Uber correspondent. He's, he's been demoted. Let's keep it real. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Conrad. Ian, how are you doing? I'm, I'm I'm doing excellently. Good, good, good. Just a word of warning: don't get on ships. And don't don't get on crystal meth, by the way, kids. We were, we were joshing there, but, yeah, but win, winners don't take drugs. It's not good for them. No, <laughs> very, very, it's not good for anybody. Very, very, very bad. Although we wouldn't have uh, revolver and Sergeant Pepper if drugs hadn't been invented. So you go figure. Mm. Anyway, true. Yes, but as I was saying, Ian, yeah, don't get on ships. Don't use them. Why? Well, you've got things like big waves and big, you know, big waves, maybe. Yeah. Sinks, you know, if you worry about plane crashing, but then you've got pirates to worry about. If well, okay, the, the, the big waves, yeah. If it sinks, you stand a better, you stand a, more of a fighting chance than if a plane goes down. Uh, pirates, yeah, you're right. You 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 can't beat pirates. Yeah, so there you go. So unless you've got a big booty, be careful. Oh, thanks, Lindy. Hello. Have you got a big booty? Bigger than I'd like. Okay, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's okay. That's nice. Yes. Um, anyway, what? Um, I'm I'm not a very good flyer. No. And uh, this summer we were in Australia, mm. and uh, we took off from Sydney to Melbourne, and we were we'd been on the plane about five minutes. We were going up, and there was a huge, great big bang and a flash. Oh! We'd been struck by lightning. No! Yeah. That's terrible. It well, was really uh, scary. And how did it? Did I'm assuming that the whole plane went dark and the engine stopped? Well, that's what we were worried about. But um, the pilot came on and he said he did say we've just taken a lightning strike. We've, don't t- we've worry, just taken a li- we've just taken a lightning strike. Yeah, in an Australian accent. Wow. Yeah, it was very scary, and um, I was there with all the kids, and uh, and they were all a bit frightened. And in fact, it, 
uh, my eldest is frightened of flying now. As a result of that? Yeah. I just, you know, I used to be all right with flying. I used to, it always made my ears hurt. But as I get older, I just think it, it, it becomes more and more ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it is, there is no chance, is there, if, no. it, if anything happens. Lindy, yeah. thanks very much for that. We're really putting a smile on everyone's faces this evening. This afternoon, not evening just yet. Barrett is in the Eltham. Hi, is that Mr. Lee? Is that Barrett? It is. Then let's let's talk. Let's do business. Hi, Mr. Ian Lee. Yes, Barrett. Mr. Lee, tell what? me, oh, do you wash your dishes, dishes in your bathroom? What are you doing in the background? I'm in a car. My exhaust has uh, got a hole in it. Oh, okay. It, it sounds oh, like just, it. Just like your Peugeot, I drive an old Seat, and it has a hole in it. My Peugeot doesn't have a hole in the exhaust. Oh, but your Peugeot breaks down a lot. Mine has got a hole in the exhaust. Uh, when, when was the last time my Peugeot broke down? Oh, I think about three months ago. It was off the road in a garage. Oh, yeah, but it turns out there was nothing wrong with it. I was just being hypersensitive. Were you really? No, I use a dishwasher. You use a dishwasher? I want to know why you have a sink in your bathroom. What do you mean, why do I have a sink in my bathroom? Earlier you said you have a sink in your bathroom. They're installing a sink in your bathroom. Yeah. Sinks are for washing dishes. Don't be so that, so you have them in the kitchen. Are you mental? Are you be, Are you mental? You don't have... You don't... You're not installing a basin, but you're installing a sink in your bathroom. I have a sink in the bathroom, yes. Why do you have a sink and not a basin? Because it's a sink, it's not a basin. Why... Why have you got a sink? Are you arguing over semantics? <laughs> do you know what semantics mean? I know what semantics mean. What? I want to know why you're putting a sink in oh, the bathroom. Oh, get stuff. Uh, it, uh it's, well, I'm not having a silly argument. Don't, don't listen, you, you want to have a proper argument with me, then phone up. And do something that's based in reality. Don't phone up, because I, I may have said... So. It's like the bloke who phoned in and said, oh, you... What was it? You don't change... Light bulbs aren't called light bulbs, they're lamps. Or something. And you ch- you're really, you're changing the lamp, and there's no such thing as a light bulb. Oh. Yes, there is, because we say it, so therefore it exists. It's as simple as that. Uh, OK, 0870 is the telephone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. We've got another 15 minutes of this part of the show. Uh, then at 6 o'clock we'll be taking your calls straight to air. To be honest, though, you just phone up, you'll probably get on. If you want to profit from property, don't go round the house. Lentils. We need to rattle through these as quickly as we can before six o'clock. Josh! Hello, Ian. Uh, hello, Josh. I like the name, Josh. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's good. I've been teasing myself, but there you go. You've been teasing uh, yourself? No, I didn't choose it myself. Oh, OK. No, I, I guess not. <laughs> well, though, some people choose their own name. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. But, no, this is my birth name. Anyway, uh, Josh, what can I do for you? Yep, yeah, I was going to say I had the scariest flight yesterday because I did a skydive and uh, oh. going up 15 minutes in the plane, you know, climbing up and yes. oh dear. <laughs> and I was sitting right next to the door and they had it open. No, so, they didn't! Yeah, until we took off. Are you, are you know, strapped in? Uh, well, you're strapped to the bloke and you've got a parachute, so. Oh, but a big whale. Yeah, yeah, but it's on a gra- airfield sort of thing. Why so did you right. do it? And don't say for charity. No, no, my girlfriend did it for charity. I didn't. I wanted to it's something I've wanted to do, and, yeah. you know, everyone did it, so I just thought I'd get my bottle up. And, and did uh, you do it, and you didn't get sponsored for it? No, no, I did. I'll pay for myself. See, that's wicked. I like people who do things like that, and do, uh, run marathons and stuff like that, but they yeah, don't yeah. get sponsored for charity. They're doing it for themselves. Oh, well, yeah, that's, I, mean, I think it's good. I think it's good that you did it for that. Yeah, yeah, well, my girlfriend did it for charity, <laughs> but she's a bit of a sponger. Yes, <laughs> but, but surely... You you could die doing that, and not you, you. You got the guy strapped behind you, have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you got, um, what you, made me feel better? You got an automatic thing, so if you get 
too low, there's like a little computer in it, bursts the oh, curve right. shoot. Yeah, one, one thing, Josh, one thing. Supposing that doesn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah, then you... You hadn't thought of that, had you? You're not gonna feel it, though, are you? Well, well you know, not only will you feel yourself smashing into the ground, you'll feel another bloke smashing into you as well. <laughs> it's a double bad one. Thank you, Josh. Vicky! Hello. Hello, Vicky. Your ears. Yes. Yeah. And um, my son's got glue ear, right? And so glue- when we go whoa, on... Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. You're a nurse. I don't know what you're talking about. Glue, glue ear? Glue ear? Yeah, right. It's when you get, a, a, like, a sticky substance, substance uh, that goes in between the outer ear no. and the inner ear. It's in the middle ear. And basically, it, um, it causes infections. And I've only got two ears. Yeah, well, yeah. He's only got two as well. Right. Anyway... Um, when he goes on planes, he has real problems. So um, what we do is, and what you should do, is um, get some carvel capsules carvel. and with a little bit of hot water yes. and just sniff it. There's a lot of sniffing going on here. Yeah, well, it's all connected, isn't it? Your ankle bone's connected to the other bone. The other bone's connected to the other bone. And then it goes up to your thigh. And, and that's... then it goes up even further. There you go, excellent. That's, yeah. And that's from a medical lady. <laughs> Uh, well, I, yeah, all these things, I don't know if... I, I, when I had my ears syringed once, it helped a little bit for the immediate next flight. Yeah. But then it didn't... That On the way back, it kind of was bad again. Why don't you give that a go? Because the, the flight attendants will help you. Because um, uh, we went on EasyJet, and EasyJet held all the stuff ready for us. Really? Yeah, they were really good. We just said he's got glue ear, and they said, OK, we'll get you some carvel. Because when I... When they, well, surely they should see me rocking... And what it is is I put my hands in my ears. Yeah. I rock backwards and forwards... In agony, you mm. t- and the best they've offered so far is a boiled sweet. Well, maybe they just think you're mad. Yes, that's possible. Vicky, thank you for that. Matt, speaking of mad, it's Mad Paul. Hello, mate. How you doing? All right. Hello, Mad Paul. Yeah, um, yeah, well, I've got, uh, I have the same trouble with the ears when I actually fly as well. I'm actually going out of Spain on Sunday for a week, mm. um, and it's actually coming down. Yes. And I've got it off of the aerostess, basically. What you, what you do just before it starts to descend, you start yawning, and that looks a bit weird. But, yeah. I've noticed, you know, you start yawning and it actually does clear your ears. I've tried that. I've like tried that. all of that. I've tried that. I've tried the holding my nose and blowing it. I've tried right. rubbing well, my I've, ears. Yeah, because I found the yawning one actually helps. Because one time I actually came off and it was like two days before the pain actually went. And I was yeah. like, I really suffered. And I thought, oh, this is murder. I love the flying bit. I like the turbulence and all that sort of stuff. Really? You enjoy, you enjoy flying? Oh, I love it. I love the turbulence. I love it. And I'm hearing the few little screams when people say, oh, when they jump, you know, I love that. You know, that's why I'm called Mayor Paul, really. Oh, blimey. Well, you are. I've got, I've got a mad sense of humour, Steve. Yes, that's what it is. yes, it sounds like it. Steve. Hello, Ian. Hello, Steve. There are beautiful, beautiful women giving away chocolate outside Waterloo Station. Sorry? What? Say it again. I will say it again. Go on, that's nice Absolutely and clear. stunning women giving away bars of chocolate outside Waterloo train station. What? Who are these women? They're just beautiful women. What, what are they They're wearing? Away. Uh, the, the, the usual promotional T-shirts, but mm. they are beautiful. Uh, well, thanks for that, Steve. And chocolate, yeah. Mm, OK, well, the, the, yeah, the, the two combined, it's, uh, nice. Bob! Uh, good evening, Ian. Good afternoon, Bob. Uh, no, well, I, I'm following your Freudian slip. Sorry about that. Means you know that I'm right all along. Anyway, <laughs> uh, listen, uh... Before, I'd like to talk about loss quickly, but don't put that medicine in your ear that woman's talking about. Which one? Crystal meth? Whatever it... No, no, not the, the, the thing about your ears on planes. Right. Uh, the solution to that is a, is a paper clip. So, what, I wasn't listening, I was reading an email. What are you saying to me? The solution to the ear problem on an yes. aeroplane is a paper clip. A paper clip. What do I do yeah. with this? Oh, I, you get the gunge out, you see. Oh, Bob. So, 
hello? Yes, I'm not cut yeah, you off just sorry. yet. I, I, I reached for it and I thought, well, I've got 45 seconds to fill, so I'll well, keep you on. Well, because I called about law. See, I, I'm always looking out for your best interest, Ian. Okay. Because um, I know you're a clever guy, and I'm very disappointed to hear you're into law. 30 seconds. Of which is puerile. And what I'd like to suggest is the prisoner... Is one of the oh, best. Oh, uh, shut up, old man. Shut up. Shut up, old hippie. Is I mean, it's top the, the, Bob, Bob, the prisoner is a load of old guff. It, it doesn't have... It doesn't... seminal. It doesn't have an ending. It makes no sense. It, it's it deliberately obtuse. Bob, I'm you cutting you off. Understand. No, it's rubbish. The prisoner is a load of old guff. If, if anyone has ever... I've watched The Prisoner. It is absolute nonsense. I've got five! Three. I've got seven! Okay, for the next uh, minute and a half, I'm going to do a topic that I've just stolen from uh, Anna Rabin's production team. What's your favourite colour car? Mine was blue. Uh, let's go to line five. Line five, what was your favourite colour car? Hello? Yes. Okay, didn't quite get that one. Let's try this one. Line one, you're on the air. What was your favourite colour car? Black. There we go, you see. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Helen laughed when I gave her this topic for Anna Shay. No, it won't work. It's working perfectly. We've had two, two calls so far. Oh, eight seven oh. Don't. Um, they, they wait. Oh, here we go. Line one. What, what's your favourite colour car? Radip. There we go, you see. Thank you very much. Let's try this one. Line one. What's your favourite colour car? Yellow. There we go. Thank you. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Yes, there's a slow reaction to it. Not because it's a rubbish topic. Because I've introduced it at this late stage in the show, because Chris has decided not to rack up any decent calls. Uh, let's try this one. Line one, what's your favourite colour car? Bradip. Excellent, thank you. Ah, oh, here we go, thank you. Line three, what's your favourite colour car? Uh, 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 turquoise. <laughs> thank you. Oh, look, all the lines are full. Line eight, what's your favourite colour car? Green. Green. Line nine, what's your favourite colour car? Purple. Uh, let's try this one. Line six, what's your favourite colour car? Bradip. Uh, line three, what's your favourite colour car? Pink. There we go. And, uh, to prove that this has been a winner, let's go to line eight. What's your favourite colour car? Ooh, it's pink, darling. There we go. It's a, it's a man from up north pretending to be a homosexual. It's always funny. So, that works. That's a good topic. You could have had that, but you said no. Uh, OK, we'll play Triple M in a moment, but today's show has been all right, actually, for a Wednesday. Quite busy, quite hectic, a lot of calls. Oh, I can't resist. Hang on a second. Line 10, what's your favourite colour car? Bradip. Lovely, there we go. If you missed today's show, uh, may I suggest you get the premium podcast from lbc.co.uk. But, if you want to hear the short, abridged version, it sounded like this. Popach namoy ogurek. It's to do with show me your cucumber, or something about a cucumber. Trees provide about, uh, and I'm pulling this figure out of the top of my head, about 1% of the oxygen in, on the planet. A bit riled now, I'm riled. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a row with someone after the news, it's guaranteed. You don't want me saying you're a very, very old man who's passed it, do you? No. Okay. Yes. Well, we're, we're gonna have a special show, February the 14th, right? Yeah. We're gonna be celebrating Happy Steve Valentine's Day. Always hug a tree. Or always hug a he tree. Hugs a tree. That that is a sign of respect to the nature. Do you know what happens if they don't press the button? The whole island goes, they get, uh, polluted. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing out loud that, because the old woman didn't understand lost. It was very good. Thank you. Okay. Line four, you're on the air. What's your favourite colour car? Yellow! There we go. Line two, oh, line two, you're on the air. What's your favourite colour car? Achilles. 
Oh, it's a nice choice. Line eight, you're on the air. What's your favourite colour car? Favourite colour car? Aubergine. There we go. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. What's your favourite colour car? Ready. Lovely, and we'll take one more, because this is a brilliant idea. Line three, you're on the air. What's your favourite colour car? Uh, I like the colour of an unsprayed natural colour. Oh, good choice. Thank you very much. We'll take more of your calls straight to air, where you can talk about cars or not. It's entirely up to you. 0870 Don't forget... Uh, we play Triple M Sunday nights, 10pm till 1am now. Uh, Agent Chris and I come in. Lady Alex. Oh, God, I nearly puked. Did you see me spasm then? Oh, I nearly puked then. I've hurt a rib. Oh, dear. Oh, hang on a minute. Did, is it, get, get the emergency tape ready. We could be in very serious trouble here. I may puke live on air. I don't know what that was. Sorry, London. That's uh, 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 vulgar and unnecessary. But, you know, it happens. Anyway, uh, Triple M on a Sunday night, but it's now oh, Friday. Music Thursday is on Friday. Gonna keep plugging this because I'm very excited. Uh, sparks are coming in. Uh, if you don't know who Sparks are, this is them. This this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Do, 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 do. Uh, they're coming in at three o'clock, taking your phone calls and stuff like that. We're gonna play their new single, Dick Around, which is fantastic, man. Fantastic. Uh, anyway, uh, 0870 is the phone number. Now, you come straight to air. There's a seven-second delay. Don't swear. Don't be libelous, because you will get dumped, and you'll get blacklisted for calling the station ever again. Line 9, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Hi, Line Ian. 9. Hello, Line 9. Hello. Listen, all right, I just wanted to say, yeah, that it was really nice to see you yesterday, because you're well-fit and everything. Oh, is it Jonathan? Yeah, that's right. It's Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Jonathan, Jonathan, you know, I was really naughty, yeah, because I told Anne-Marie yesterday, yeah, that I wasn't going to ring you. Right. That I was just going to be really cool and I wasn't going to ring you nothing. But what did I do? I did ring you. I did disrespect the girl, didn't I? You did, you did disrespect the girl. Bad to her. She and was, she was a bit... Sneaky one in. She was a bit weird, wasn't she? Well weird. She was bonkers. Completely off her trolley. Very strange. I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to her on a quiet street. Did you hear the, uh, the, 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 basically this is Jonathan who I met yesterday for 22 minutes. Did you hear the piece that went out earlier on? No, because unfortunately, yeah, I was checking out some bears, yeah. So okay. Nah. No, never mind. You, you you missed it. Get the podcasts. Okay. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, let's go to line six. Line six, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. How's it going, mate? It's going all right. It's stuff. Um, just a quick call about the, um, the guy phoned about the boiler the other day, and it's 40% um, more energy efficient. Oh, the guy, yeah, the guy phoned up and said the boilers are 40% more energy efficient, yes. Has anybody bought one since then? I was wondering, because I was out of the country. Oh, because we had a little bet. Has anybody... Oh, I don't know. Let's put that out now. Has anybody bought a boiler because that weird bloke, whose name I can't remember, called in uh, and, and said that b- people would buy boilers because he'd called in? I don't know. I'll put it out. You've got a bad line, so I'll say goodbye. But, but if anyone has, then give us a call. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi. Um, I was calling about... Um, you know you were talking about smoking the bandit? Yes. Yeah. Well, basically, I was just wondering. Sort you know of. that... I'd never seen it before, but it was on Channel 5 about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so the whole premise is they're, you know, smuggling alcohol everywhere. Yeah. And at the end, he goes double or nothing for clam chowder. Yeah. Does it? I've not seen it for a long time. Oh, well, basically, at the end, yes. they, they deliver the alcohol, and he goes, if you can go to Maine and get some clam chowder in, it's double or nothing. Right. And then they go, fair enough. But I don't really know what clam chowder is, but surely... It sounds like some sort of fish or sea-based product. It's a soup. It's a soup. Yeah. Well, why do you need to smuggle it in for many thousands of pounds? 
Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a 70s uh, of, uh, sexual reference. Oh. I don't know, because I, I don't... I can't really remember Smokey and the Bandit. I remember there's lots of belching in it. Oh, no, yeah. that's Smokey and the Bandit 2, where there's more belching. I think he's an alcoholic in Smokey and the Bandit 2. Oh, right. It, 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 I'd imagine it may be prostitutes. I don't know. I should get... I haven't seen Smokey and the Bandit for years. I wouldn't mind seeing that again, actually. It's quite a good film. In that kind of 70s Burt Reynolds beer-type, you know, film. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. We all believe that treacle pudding is ever true for me. For peace and progress and for truth and eternal harmony. Thank you. Got there, Justin. That was good. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Nelson from the Norfolk. Hey, Nelson, how's it going, man? And the egg drips off my face as we go to line eight. Good evening, this is Pitcherfield with Baseball News. In last night's action, it was Detroit over Toronto 4-3, to the Yankees over Baltimore 5-4, to and the Cubs over Milwaukee 14-6. to Tonight it's Atlanta against the Mets, and Washington against the Phillies. That's on five. More news soon, pass it on. Good lad, I'm glad to hear you recovered after your muff-up last week. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, it's Karen. Hello, Karen. How are you? Yeah, that's right. That's good. Um, oh, don't get one of those things to put on your toilet door that says engage. Oh, we, 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 that was three hours ago! Oh, no! <laughs> it's gonna... The thing is, if I don't do that, I'm gonna have a hole in my toilet door. I buy a new door. Well, no, they've just... Oh, I wish I'd thought of this before, because they're gonna... They've just... Basically, the door was really badly damaged, and they've done... The builders have done a superb job in oh. repairing the door. But that means there's still a big hole in it. Uh, oh, I nearly swore. Oh, well, you're going to have to then, aren't you, really? Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm forced to by necessity. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay then. Thank you. And she she thinks it's common. Oh, boy. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Nelson here in the Wembley. Hello, Nelson. <laughs> I want to pick you up on that thing that happened a couple of days back. A guy phoned up with a Jamaican accent and was talking to you with a bit of disrespect, so supposedly. Uh, I don't... Was he? I don't... Oh, I don't... It's two or three times he's given it the strong Jamaican accent, come on, blah, 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 blah and you've cut him off. Oh, yes. Triple him. Yes. He's not actually swearing at you if you give it a chance and actually listen to it. He's trying to turn, turn the tables on you, and, uh, yeah. what he's actually referring to is something else altogether. Well, what's he referring to? What's he referring to? Well, he starts off by saying rat-bat. Where did rat-bat? Rat-bat is a... A rat-bat is a type of bat in the West Indies. Right. Yeah? yeah. And then there's what the mongoose... Yes. Obviously, the animal mongoose and Clark referring no, to Clark. Yeah, no, yeah, but that's rude, isn't it? No. Yeah. Well, he's being derogatory, but he's not swearing per se. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, he's been, he, I can't have stuff like that on the radio. <laughs> oh, I, well, yeah, but it's not. It's not even back in West Indies. It's. It, it's. It would actually be picked up as someone being. It's like just saying "oh damn," but in a more extended long way. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want it on I the radio. I can see where you're coming from, but, yeah, yeah. I, 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 Listen, man, I have to err on the side, listen, man, uh, I have to always err on the side of caution, and I don't want to stop it on the radio. Yes, line eight. It's Ivor Hardy. Ivor Hardy, now listen, you phoned up yesterday and you said the flat had burnt down, it was fine, man, what are you talking about? Oh, I made a mistake. This is my builder, by the way, Ivor Hardy, yes. Uh, I thought, um, I, we might well take the rest of the day off. What, today? Yeah. Go on then, good lad. Yeah, so we can uh, take the rest of the day off. Rem- remind me where your accent's from, Ivor. 
Ireland. It's uh, uh, the accent's from Ireland, is it? I thought so, yes, yes. Yeah, you might as well go. I thought you'd have gone home by now, to be honest. All right, let me just tell Tobias. Tobias! Tobias! You said we can go! Tell Tarquin, too! Okay, that's it. Thanks, Ivor. Those crazy builders. The new wireless show. He's too young to be walking that fella there. He's too young. Shouldn't be walking. He's too young. Sorry, referring to an advert on uh, Sky Television. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. The last seven, no, well, nine minutes of the show. Call's going straight to air. Line nine, you're on the wireless. John Pierre, John Pierre. I cannot believe I got through. Gordon Berry. In, in, yes, yes, in. Yes. You know what? What I fall? I fall. Right, you know, you was uh, you was thinking about growing a beard. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, I've got a brilliant idea. If you grow a beard and shave half of your beard, yes, right, and leave half on the other side, so yeah. when you're going on a stallion, all all people are going to think, look at this. You, you can say, look at those village idiots. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They don't know the real meaning of growing a beard. Yes, is it? Is an idea. I'm not going on a stallion for a while. I don't think. Uh, line 10, you're on the wireless. Oh, Ian, hi. Hello. Um, ages back, you mentioned this, uh, that there was this, this thing about buying a car at half price or something like that, and then you said how much the car worth? Sorry, what? It was about two months ago, there was this, this, uh, this question you had. It was like a trick question, you know, about buying a car, um, for half its value or something oh, like that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah? Can you tell it to me again? No. Please, because I remember listening to it, thinking I couldn't work it out. So I, I barely it. remember talking about it. It was something like, if, uh, um, oh, what, it was, oh, God, it was something like, if a car is £500, yeah. but that it, it's, it's half price. What does it cost, or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, what's the, what's the total price? That was it. It really bugged me, I couldn't work it out, I just... Just popped it. I never listened to your radio station, but I just put you on a thought. Oh, oh do you know, I can't, it's not quite right like that. I can't remember what it is, but it's, it took me a while to get it. And then once someone had explained it to me, I got it. Hey, listen, if anyone uh, remembers it, email it, iantelbc.co.uk, uh, and uh, maybe we'll have it on tomorrow. And one other thing before you go. Yes, Earlier sir. on, you said, uh, I'm not going to be slanderous, but you said don't be libelous. Now, yeah. you did make a mistake there. No, I didn't. You did? It's libel. No. Tell me, why, tell me why it's not libel. I'll tell you why. I like this, I like this one because I'm right on this one. Go on, tell me why. I, yeah, I love this, because you always think you're right, but this time you're wrong. No, nope. right? uh, oh, 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 <laughs> the thing is, I know I'm so right on this one, but please, please, tell, tell me why it's, why it's not libel. Because libel is when you say something ungrounded about, it's when you, it's when you do it in the, uh, written word, when nope. you write something it's, it's, it's when you publish something, Slander yes. is by speaking. Yes, no, libel is when you publish something. Yeah. Now, we're not the, publishing anything. Yes, we are. The very f- say something. No, you, if you say something, the very fact I That's let it- slander. No, no, if you say something in the public arena, that's slander. If you say something on a radio station, the very fact, bearing in mind, I've just done a course on libel a week ago, <laughs> the, so I thank you, the very fact that I'm allowing it to be broadcast means I and the station are publishing it. Therefore, uh... it becomes libel. Would you like to apologise now? I'm really, really sorry. Oh, I love I loved that one. I love that one. It's one of the few arguments I have that I know I'm on good ground. <laughs> I can win. Oh, thank you. He was a nice lad. Yes, line three, you're on the wireless. You're listening to Ian Lee on 97.3. Ian Lee. 
he, he's been phoning for 20 minutes, that number, uh, and that was it. Uh, Chris, p- pick a line. What line would you like? Six. Six, okay. Let's have, uh, line six. You've been chosen by Agent Chris. You better be a good one. Uh, yeah, um, this is the Governor Clive. Um, I'm not like all those lazy, lazy presenters who just want to get people to phone up by talking about legalising cannabis or, or, you know, bringing back hanging. You know, it's just lazy just to get people to phone in. What are we talking about tonight? Oh, yeah, I know. Bank cab driver's rubbish. Oh, dear. Controver- Clive Ball there. Has, has Clive been drinking downstairs? Should we be uh, worried about that? Uh, Clive Ball on 8 o'clock, of course. Uh, 8 till midnight. Excellent stuff, as always. Uh, line 9, you're on the wireless. Hi, first time caller. Hi, welcome to the show. What can I do for you? Uh, um, can you, uh, do a request for me? Yeah, sure. What would you like to hear? Um, Monkeys. Yeah, uh, any song in particular? Um, uh, no, just any. Okay, here's any song by the Monkeys. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is... Is that okay? Can I sing along? Yeah, of course you can. Here we go. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, then there is... And what's your name, first-time caller? Hendon. And where are you calling from? Uh, Cornwall. It's the names, it's the names that do it. Line 10. Hendon from Cornwall. Line 10, you're on the wireless. Ben, hi, it's Ben in Finchley. How you doing? Oh, Ben, yes. Um, I'm just curious as to why you went on a libel course last week. Uh, well, <coughs> well, because they have them here and uh, members of the uh, teams are encouraged to go on them. And also it's quite interesting because what they do is they play out clips of uh, other radio stations in recent times libeling people. And it's hilarious. But none of... Your station libeling people. They didn't play out any of the clips of our station libeling people, but some examples were given. <laughs> I can say okay. no more, thank you. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a good... It's, do you know what? I put off doing this course. It's a course. You're in a room for an hour and a half, really. But but they play clips of other stations libeling people. It's genius. It's just fantastic. Uh, yes, line four. Yes, 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 my friend. Yeah, turn the radio off. Sorry. It doesn't even know how it works. It's so creepy, this bloke. No, well, we're talking about libelness. Libelness, yes, we were talking oh, about libelness, yes. Yes, yes. Libelness, uh, yes. Libelness. Libelness. You, you, you. Okay, there we go, dump that. Uh, lovely. Have we done that? Lovely. Oh, that's good, uh, stuff. Well, in that case, what we can do in that instance, how much time have we got? Oh, we can, uh, do this. I say, did somebody just swear? <laughs> Or something simple like f- We'll never 
Steve Allen, he likes that kind of thing. Yes, like nine, you're on the wireless. Oh, that's fantastic. I love Paulie's music. He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, it's brilliant. But Ian, don't forget, Guy Magic Fingers sent you in uh, a berry and uh, that now. He sent me in two MP3s. I shall dig those out and we'll play play, uh, at least one, possibly two of them on Sunday. Fantastic. Lovely. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. There we go. I'm going to go to line seven, you're on the wireless. Bonjour, Ian Lee. Bonjour. Um... When's Agent Chris gonna put up some more video clips on his webpage? When is, when is he gonna do what? Put some video clips on his webpage. On the LBC website? I have seen the one where you've, uh, I don't know, on the verge of a breakdown after speaking to Verinda. What? What is that? Have you not seen it? No. It's on Agent Chris's webpage. I've not bothered looking at it because I thought it would be a load of rubbish. Oh no, there's a video clip that I've seen. I don't think you can put video clips on the website. Agent Chris, can you hear me? Shut up, Kev. What? No, seriously, is it? Tell me what it. Uh, Ian, there's, there's, there's a video. There's a video got, clip. Don't got any time, Kev. Listen, I've got to go. Can you? Can you? I've got to go. Can you give me a call tomorrow? I will do, sir. Hey, that is. If that is true, Chris, you're in very serious trouble. This show is completely. If Ian Lee and 